Good evening. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, fellas. Hi. How are you? Oh, James, I forgot to bring you a microphone today. Oh, you were going to bring me a microphone? Yeah, I've got a microphone. It's the same as Zach's, and it's in my sock drawer. Is this not working out for you? No, it's working fine. I just I just have a meeting to give you this microphone. I have a microphone. I just can't get the <laughs> goddamn thing to work right when I have headphones plugged in. Although, I have a splitter that I think will work. Well, this microphone, you plug the headphones into the microphone. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Smart. So you go around the computer. So then, plus, you get vocal feedback because you can hear how you sound. Right. Yeah. Wait, which microphone is that, CJ? It's the one you have. <laughs> well, Zach, like, I can do what now? Uh. No, no, no. I, I, is it the one that I... I got a new one a few months ago. Oh, yeah, not that one. The little clip you put oh. oh, the little one. Okay. I have that around here somewhere still, too, but it does not work very well anymore. Oh, see, so mine I used for a total of however long I used it on this uh. show, and then I <laughs> stuck it back on my sock drawer where I just was going through my sock drawer this evening. It's full of treasures. There's all kinds oh. of things in there. <laughs> Whatever. But no socks. No, there's there's some socks. There's not there's enough. There's like a top layer of socks. <laughs> it's a top layer of socks. Yeah. And whenever I find something interesting, I shove it in my sock drawer. <laughs> it's like you know, with dirt outside, you got that nice, good topsoil, and then you mm-hmm. really dig down into the the interesting shit below it. Exactly. Know? That's where you find gold. Yeah. Got to get those socks out of the way first. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Ooh-wee. How's everybody doing tonight? All right. Tired. Uh, exhausted. But you probably are, too. You uh, just got done working. I did. Last night was worse. Last night was two choir concerts, and I got home at 1130. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, le- I left the house <laughs> at 430, maybe 5. Jeez. Yeah, nothing like two days you of work. Stop that. Mm, I should. Well, yeah, I like <laughs> I've declared no more choir concerts for the rest of the school year, <laughs> and and everybody's listening so far. Yeah, totally. How that worked? It, well, it worked out because the this tonight was the last choir concert. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, the uh, director just randomly showed up at rehearsal. Oh. Like after they had already decided they didn't need him. <laughs> I t- yeah, I even told him on my way home. I s- he said, I don't know if I should go to that rehearsal. And I said, you shouldn't go home. And then apparently <laughs> yeah. he didn't and listen rest. to me. Yeah. No. Why Why would anyone listen to a person who knows what the hell they're talking about? Yeah. Bah. So oh, what are you drinking? Um, wine. Nice. Which, me uh, too. <laughs> which kind? Specifically. Uh. Cupcake Vineyards, Black Forest Decadent yes. Red. Ooh. It's decadent. Jelly. Zach, what you got? Uh, I am drinking um, Cabernet Sauvignon from that Thousand Stories place that I have the wine subscription to. Because oh, I yeah. currently have another box of three <laughs> bottles of wine sitting at a UPS facility to pick up. And I have been not drinking wine lately. So I'm like, oh, shit. Behind I'm going to start running out of places to drink wine if I don't drink at least a bottle every month. Boy. James, what you got? I feel like that's a healthy goal. Uh, I am drinking Diet Squirt. Oh. 
just <laughs> just on its own. Yeah, just by itself. Hmm. I do have a uh, Canada diet, uh, Canada dried ginger ale too. But... Oh, also very tasty. We can't all we can't all be Zachs. <laughs> we can't all be rock stars. <laughs> what, what's your take on ginger ale by itself, let alone diet ginger ale? Oh, oh I, I'm a I'm pro I'm pro ginger ale. Yes, I didn't used to be, but I am very much pro ginger ale now. Do you think that your palate changed, or that you just I started just appreciating I, it for what it is? Yeah, I think the latter. I just don't think I'd really ever um, experienced ginger ale before, and like gotcha. I, you know. I've always like kind of like lime sodas and I feel like there's not like a huge difference between something like diet ginger ale and diet like Sierra Mist. I think but, that yeah. ginger ale is the adult lime soda. Agreed. It's like yeah, I'd food. agree with that. I mean, when I was a kid, I, prob- I probably wouldn't have liked it. Ginger ale for me is something I started drinking as a kid and it was a treat. It was a rare treat. Uh-huh. So the first time I was on a plane, I was eight or nine, and uh, and I was starting to get a little airsick. So my mom had the the flight attendant bring me some ginger ale. Yep. And then I didn't know that you could get it anywhere other than planes. So then <laughs> after that, every time I was on a plane, I just drank ginger ale the whole time. <laughs> I just thought it was a special plane drink. <laughs> That's funny come to find out much later in life no you just it's just it's there it's everywhere you want it to be (laughs) you can have it as much or as little as you want Mm -hmm. yeah so so, fellas i need your advice let's hear it i need i've come to the point where at my job i need to have a little case of stuff that i take with me Mm. okay right so before, I had one of those little metal lunch boxes, right? Uh, and it had R2-D2 on it. It was given to me as a gift. <laughs> okay. And uh, I had a bunch of stuff in there that I ended up only needing every now and again. But now, specifically, I have this stamp that I that I have to take with me. It's like an official seal that I have to stamp one singular piece of paper, but I have to do it every single interview. Hmm. Uh, and then, And every now and again, you know, you need tissues and stuff. So, uh, and pens and highlighters and stuff. So I need to kind of, you know, pick a lunchbox or something similar that is, is, you know, kind of fun, but also, you know, small enough to carry around and, and, you know, I don't know. How do you feel? How do you feel about a, an over the shoulder book bag? Well, I have one of those. That's a little much for what I'm trying to do. Okay. Uh, it's, that is great for, for just everyday life. Right. But for, for just taking from my desk to the interview desk, I don't want to. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. No new suggestion. Uh, construction workers lunch pail. Okay. All right. I'm into that. I have Let one of these that I found at a thrift store. It's the classic, like flat bottom round top. Yep. Okay. And I use it now for um, something else, but. But that's a good, that's a good solid, like carry from room to room kind of, kind of deal. Sure. Sure. And yeah, something along those lines, but like something that's fun. See, that's fun. You could throw stickers on that. You can put all kinds of stickers on it. Okay. All right. I, I dig that. 
Why does Amazon show me kids' toys when I type in construction worker lunch pail? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to do my level best for at least the first half of the show, not to Google anything. I'm just going to sit oh. here and talk and look <laughs> at the show notes. That's fair. Yeah, fuck. I should look at the show notes. You don't need to. I mean, you know, it helps It helps me keep track of what we're talking about. All right. Yeah, I was, I was just going to recommend like an over-the-shoulder bag, too. But if all you really need to carry around is a stamp, that is a little much. Yeah, right. Well, and so what I had before, and, and I say before because someone swiped my R2-D2 bucks, mm. right? Oh, uh, shit. Before I had like crayons and like little color books for the children, which I don't have to deal with anymore. But I also had this really cool Bausch and Loam magnifier. It was just like a little piece of plastic that was like a lens that they, you could put over a piece of paper and make mm. the font big. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, and you know scissors and a staple remover and like all the stuff that you could possibly need in a office type interview setting but uh someone stole it oh yeah That's shitty from your office no so i left it downstairs in the, the common area hmm. and then less than 5 minutes i went back down to the common area and the shit was gone oh i lost a whole guitar that way oh shit <laughs> Not in a common area. It was in the it was in the back of my truck. I parked. I ran up to hand something to someone at their apartment door. I ran back down to my truck, and the the guitar was just it was just gone. Yep. Meanwhile, some other guy was going like, "Yeah, sweet, a free yeah. guitar." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I miss having a pickup truck, but I don't miss the fact that lots of stuff was stolen out of the bed of my pickup truck all the time. Because that's where you keep your stuff. Well, there, yeah, I had two seats in the cab, but there wasn't a lot of storage up there. If you ever wanted someone right. to be able to ride with you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're looking at construction worker boxes. Could you just could you just clone the R2D2 box? I could, I could, but I feel like the R2D2 box has sort of lived and died, as it were. Right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to clone your your puppy. You want to get a new puppy that's different but similar. To your old puppy that has the same kind of mannerisms and thought patterns, but not the same puppy. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, friend of the show, Matt's mom. <laughs> just what I was thinking about. Would absolutely disagree. <laughs> yeah, you just get the same puppy forever. She had a little white poodle for a long time, whose name was Babette Chablis Anne Marie, last name redacted. Okay, that puppy <laughs> died, so she got. Okay. How long, Zach? Two days later? I think it was closer to a week, but it was, in my opinion, not <laughs> way too soon. I wouldn't have been. A, I wouldn't have been done mourning the first dog yes. by the time. The, yeah, way too soon. She had a new little white poodle that she named Shibli and Marie, last name redacted. So okay, she, so, so she, not the Babette part. Yeah, she, she she dropped the Babette. She kept the rest, and it's just the same puppy on paper. Essentially, yeah. So, like, I, I guess she's just she's set up to next. She'll get herself an Anne Marie last name redacted, then a Marie, and then she'll just name the dog their last name. Yep. And then I don't know what she's gonna do. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of hope those dogs last longer now. Yeah. Maybe when you upgrade to a newer model, it'll last longer. Uh huh. My my former stepmom loved Yorkies, Yorkshire Terriers. 
and she had one that was named Trixie. Okay. And Trixie got hit by a car because she didn't train the dog at all not to run into the street. Okay. And then she walked without a leash because that's what you do in the country. Oh, so Lord. Trixie <laughs> got hit by a car, but she loved the dog so much she went back to the breeder of Trixie and told them this sob story, and they gave her another dog whom she named Roxy. Mm. You, yeah. This is weird because I have a cat named Trixie, and I, my mom has a dog named Roxy. Weird. Yeah. Apparently those are good names for, for dogs. Apparently. And animals and cats. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but so she went she, she just went like down the same basic path on Right, yeah. Names. Not the same name, but similar name. Sure if she had a third one, it would have been called like Boxy or something or Baxy. Some nonsense. <laughs> Temptress. <laughs> yeah, Temptress. Tempe. <laughs> Tempe. Is Tempe by Phoenix? There is a city of Tempe down there, yeah. Because it seems like, unless you're Flagstaff, Yuma, or Tucson, if you know the name of a city in Arizona, it's by Phoenix. It's basically a suburb of Phoenix? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tempe. So, James, why no, why no liquor? Uh, a number of reasons. Uh, calories, and uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to limit the crutches in my life. Mm. Oh. Are you so, becoming more irritable? Oh. Uh, only slightly. Hmm. Only because uh, it's been now a week. Last time I drank was the last time we spoke. So whatever day that was. Wow. Oh, about, okay, about a week. Yeah. Yeah. Wider around a week. Yeah. yeah so whereas it had become, you know, every night like, okay. Well, I'm off from work, so and I, you know, have a you know quick shot before I go to the theater, and then have a couple of drinks when I get off the theater just to fucking relax. Because yeah. you know, shit is stressful when you're an adult, mm-hmm. and and now that I don't smoke, I'm like, hey, I'd like something to make me think different. <laughs> yeah, it's basically what. The, so I'm just sort of living in it for a little while, okay. seeing where that goes. Plus, uh, I am back doing hardcore keto. And uh, I'm trying to limit my calorie consumption to a time window. And it's, you know, as when you're drinking, you're not able to go into ketosis, really, until you're, the alcohol has passed through your system. So all of those factors have sort of, you know, stopped me from drinking, as it were. Well, see, we can address this because we, we've talked plenty of times, I think, about, about Zach's self-improvement journey through the years. But sure. when I met when I met friend of the show James, he was a uh, he was a cigarette smoking, pot heavy pot smoking d- drinker guy who just kind of did what he wanted. Yeah, yeah, I miss that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I watched him. I watched him in a show where he played a lot of characters. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, forget all about that show. Yeah. And then people like remind me. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a thing that I did. Kevin and I did the math on that show at some point because, Zach, the show, it was an interesting show where um, between James and this other guy, they had to play basically every character that wasn't what? basically the main guy and the girl. Oh my God. The girl played three girls. There's the main guy who only played the main guy. And then there was James and this other guy who played everything else. 
I had 13 and he had 15. Oh my god. According, That's ridiculous. According to the script, those two characters had hundreds of parts. But then at one yeah. point, Kevin and I sat down and we were like, come on, let's count this. Because it's not, we know it's not hundreds. <laughs> we, <laughs> but we think Jeez. that they got to the over 100 or whatever they claimed by the switching. Like that one scene at the train yeah. train stop, where even though you each yeah. were only playing three characters, you played those three characters multiple all, times. Multiple times. Through. Yeah, it was yeah Zach, it was, it was a thing to watch. The, these two guys are playing three characters. All six of these characters are interacting with one another at different times. James A is interacting and with Rich B, character. and then, yeah. Yeah, and you tra- and so, changed hats and changed accents and changed places on stage, and it was and that's what it was. It was a hat game, mm-hmm. right? So each hat had a new character and a new voice and a new physicality, and we would do this dance where we shift to the side. We both shift to the same side, and then we become two different characters and shift back. And it was like a little spinny dance hat movement thing where each one, you know, was a different character. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a thing to behold. Jeez, <laughs> that just sounds insane so if you're counting each of those as a new character to play i think in that scene you guys covered about 30 oh oh yeah easy easy in that scene and then yeah the amount of switching was you know in the hundreds per se maybe in the in the hundred yeah you know i know that it made up to 200 but probably close triple digits yeah yeah definitely in the triple digits for for the amount of character switches within the show. Jeez. I do miss that show. Eh. (laughs) (laughs) I had a different reaction to it, but they did. My plane does live on. There's one plane that I built for that. That's still in the shop. Yes. It's a little worse for the wear, but it still exists. Yep. Now it's up out of people's reach. So So no one can fuck with it. Mm. Ooh. A little burp there. All right. And now <laughs> I'm back. Best. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. It wouldn't look as good, but going back to the bags, you could also get like a small toiletries bag. Ooh. Uh, yeah. See, oh, like... what about one that rolls out? I could get one of those. Sure. If I were that kind of a person. <laughs> I like I, I really so okay it's just for the stamp and the pens like mm-hmm. nothing else do I really need but you know I'm supposed to have a pen for my clients and a box of tissues or not even a full box I like those like pocket packs of tissues oh okay yeah people are sick or crying um, do you get that a lot sick or crying yeah 90% of the time it's one of the two of those things mm. oh my god yeah. You know, I mean, mo- most of my clientele are homeless now. Oh, sure. So, oh, okay. Both of those lend itself to... <laughs> to either of those, yeah. Sometimes or both. both. <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, like I had one the other day who we had to cut the interview short because all of a sudden he had this excruciating pain in his tooth. Mm. And he went kind of blind in his left eye and he just started like punching his face because that was the only thing that he could think of to make the pain go away. And I was like, look, man, you need to go to the fucking hospital like right now. Like we need need to stop. If you like, (laughs) are you okay? 
do you know how to get to the hospital? Do you have, like, do you want us to call you an ambulance? Oh, no. Right? So, yeah. It was, that was an experience. But uh, that was kind of the extreme end. See, I could see that if it's been happening for a long time. Right. Yeah. Cause I've had yeah. some pain where it's just like, like my kidney stone was a pain where it was like, I would try anything. Oh, I would, God. I would fucking <laughs> impale myself on a stalagmite in order to yep. make sure that stopped. Yep. And then where you're thinking like I could die mm-hmm. and, and that would be okay. That'd be great. That would stop this pain. Yeah. That would be, that would be fantastic. If something would just fucking end this pain right now, instead of just sort of, and you can't stand up can't lay down and mm-hmm. oh kidney stones are the worst instead of just being flat on the ground like i get hit by a steamroller weeping into the carpet i that would be a, a yeah, great change anything, death would, anything be, would cool. be great yeah if we could do <laughs> anything other than this please is the universe yeah that's when i that's when i prayed it's the only time that i've like legitimately prayed like okay buddy if you exist can you mm-hmm. fucking do something can please you help, can you help a guy can out you, yeah and if not okay well like me and you're gonna have words fucker <laughs> yeah um <laughs> mike evans told me that his his first and only kidney stone he got uh hit him once the plane he was on reached cruising altitude oh my god and he yeah he had a time of it that's like a bad movie or like a, a really bad nightmare yeah like what do yeah, you even seriously do? Like I think I've said before, I got, I went up really high up into the mountains and got drunk with my family camping one night and woke up the next morning thinking it was a hangover or back pain from sleeping in the bed of my truck that night. But it later, I later realized it was the fact that I was up in the high altitude had brought on my kidney stone earlier than it would have done had I been down in the valley. Right. So I had to drive home for three hours just screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm just driving and trying not to speed too much and screaming because I don't know what else to do. It just hurts. <laughs> but you got to go. You got to do something. I can't just pull over because yeah. then what What does that accomplish? Nothing. Right. Yeah, and just... what if you have to go to the hospital? Yeah. yeah you can't do that shit there. I don't want to go to the hospital in Silver Lake. <laughs> no, probably not. No, I, I, I had you to have an the, option to not. <laughs> I had to go to the hospital once when I was in uh, Bodega Bay. You guys, oh my god, Bodega Bay. Yeah, yeah. I was a kid. There's so there's this there's this great beach in Bodega Bay called Doran Beach, and there's a big jetty there that's just made of these huge boulders. I'm probably 15. Yeah, I had long hair, so I was at least 15. And I was in my flip-flops, hopping from boulder to boulder. And at some point, I missed. And then I fell probably eight feet and landed, uh, like my head landed on a rock. I came to halfway in the ocean just like what just happened i feel weird and i sort of (laughs) stumbled my way back to the campsite with my mom and she's like what is wrong with you your face is paler than i've ever seen what's going on and i was like uh i think i fell and so then i had to go to the emergency room in bodega bay which isn't much of an emergency room let me tell you i think three people worked there right 
and they sort of sewed up the back of my head and it just oof. if you can help it don't go to the emergency room in a small town they're just I feel like that's more of a leisurely you've been injured room yes it's, it's <laughs> basically what it is is an urgent care but they're open all night gotcha gotcha yeah, that was one of my many head injuries, probably what makes me the man I am today. All the scars all over my head from the many times I've fallen down and busted my head open. <laughs> my, uh, my uncle lives in Rhode Island, and he has a bunch of like old man friends that he hangs out with, and they go like quad, like four-wheel riding, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this guy that they have colloquially just call fucking Bill. Right? His name is Bill, but you know, it's fucking Bill. So Bill uh, is the kind of dude who, like, he's bald on top, but, like, just by nature, and the rest of his hair is kind of long, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, Kevin Malone, but, like, with a mullet. Yes. Okay. Crypt Keeper. Uh, yeah. Yes. But, like, yeah, not so skeleton, because he's kind of puffy, but he's sure. got a mustache. Okay. And so one time they were hanging out on the beach and drinking, of course, because that's just how they do and Bill was standing on a rock, and he just slips and falls, and like a a pointed rock hits him right in the middle of the forehead. Uh, and he's and it's like a big rock, like they like the rock was about two and a half feet tall, the one that he hit. And so he was he was standing on a rock that was taller than that, and just fell. And so there's a huge dent and a huge gash in the middle of his forehead. And he stood up and he just goes, "I think I hurt myself." Oh, fucking Bill. Yikes. <laughs> that reminded me of that. I think I fell. Uh, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm not sure. I woke yeah, up in the water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zach, you ever gotten any big big beach injuries? Nope. <laughs> Other than your sunburn? Oh, God, that, yeah. But no, I haven't had any major. I haven't just really had any injuries to speak of in general. You didn't hurt yourself learning to ride a bike? I mean, nothing major. I'm sure I fell off the bike, but... Oh, I broke my finger learning to ride oh, a bike. Sh- no, I... Uh, I uh, have never broken a bone. What, period? Probably you've broken toes. You probably well, I, broke okay, toes. Yeah, almost everyone I think has probably broken a toe, whether they know it or not. Yeah, like yeah, that's, I've that's stubbed my before. toes hard enough to have the nails like break and fall off. Yeah, and, yeah, you've broken toes, but sure, that so, did, I've never uh, yeah, broken. I don't really count those. <laughs> I've never broken a non-digit. Oh, okay. I've I've never should I say I've never broken a bone bad enough that I knew that I broke it. Ah. I broke my thumb bad enough I needed a cast for a while. Ouch. <laughs> what? Well, you were you don't remember this, Zach? No. <laughs> it was when we had a softball team in middle school. Oh, shit. I have a bad habit. To this day, I have a bad habit of when I'm catching a baseball or a softball, I don't keep my mitt open. I keep it closed, and then I like reach out for it like a snake. Right, sure. Because it feels badass when you catch something like that. Yeah, that's probably how it started. I can't break myself of this habit. I don't play it often. I don't put a mitt on my hand often enough to really like address it. But 
it's just so one of the one of the times that I was doing that I missed and broke my the ball hit my thumb broke my thumb I seriously don't remember that oh yeah I broke two knuckles in my right thumb and then I had to play the whole softball season with a broken with a cast on my hand I feel like that could have happened potentially even if you were to just catch it like normal like with an open hand yeah I feel like you know it's not necessarily the cause was your well, see, like it wasn't no but it was because it wasn't the hand with the mitt okay. I missed it with the mitt and it went by my mitt and it hit my other hand because you catch uh, you catch with your yeah. non-dominant hand right so my left hand missed it hit my right hand and then I had a, a real fun semester of not really being able to write in class because uh, it, uh, it was uh, low uh, enough on the thumb that it required a cast all the way up to my elbow. Oh God. One of those. Yeah. And, uh, and so then it was also fun to bat during softball, fun to, <laughs> fun to throw. I think that's when they made me second baseman because second base doesn't, he has to do a lot more catching than throwing. <laughs> I mean, every time you catch a ball, though, you have to throw it. Not necessarily. Not not if it's the third out or if it's the only out. See, uh, I mean, slow pitch, slow pitch yeah. softball is a very slow-moving sport. It's pretty rare that you have more than one person on base. Fair enough. But I don't know. I don't yeah, know. good old slow pitch softball. Slow pitch softball. I'm still. I'm trying to get a. I'm trying to get a team together. <laughs> in a very uh, easy going uh, manner. I guarantee. Yeah. Your current boss would love the fuck out of playing some softball. You think so? He's a hardcore baseball fanatic. Yes, I know this. We talked about we talked. I mean, he and I talked about contract negotiations for Major League Baseball today for like thirty. Oh my minutes. god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zach, you Dude, you, you would yeah. have something to talk to this guy about. <laughs> <laughs> I, that would be an actually interesting conversation that I would love to be a fly on the wall for. Is Dennis and Zach? Yeah. Like, that'd be fantastic. You guys would have a lot to discuss because Zach pays a lot more attention to baseball than I do. I can only barely keep up with him. Well, I haven't as much of this so far this season because the Sharks were in the playoffs. Now that they're out, I'll start paying more attention. Yeah. Zach, did you know, since you're a hockey boy, that um, one of my assistant's husband is a a scout for the Edmonton Oilers? Yes, you told me that. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's. That's cool. Yeah, the Edmonton Oilers are redoing their entire um, staff, scouting staff. The general manager got fired and stuff. So, just that's a little that's a little something to know for next season. It's going to be. A, yeah, I think they had a bit of a. I don't pay that much. They had a terrible season, so the owner of Rage fired everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that uh, public? Like, are you allowed to say that? Oh, that, sure. the, that the everybody got fired. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows. Okay, all yeah. right. Anybody who Zach doesn't know because he's he follows the sharks only and not all of hockey. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I spent one second googling Edmonton. Uh, first headline I come across: Edmonton Oilers do right thing and axe Dwayne Sutter, head of pro scouting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, then by all means. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, by the time this comes out, everything's going to be done. But the Oilers are—they're an interesting team because they are. Uh, the owner is a collector; he collects names that he likes. So Keith and Wayne Gretzky both work for the Oilers. Oh, nice! Yeah, 
Keith is Wayne's brother. <laughs> He's assistant GM, Keith is. Wayne's a scout, I think. But Wayne Gretzky I, played for the Edmonton Oilers. Didn't the aforementioned co-worker's husband also play or coach at one point? He 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 actually he was a hell of a player. He was he was a major scorer back when he played. He played for uh the Red Wings. Okay. Yeah, he was a, he was a big ass deal player and scorer. I don't know enough about hockey to know things, but Zach, correct me if I'm wrong. He he averaged about two points a game, and that's a lot. If you're averaging positive points a game, that's normally a good thing. <laughs> yeah, he averaged about two points a game, but the rest of the stuff he wasn't as good from what I've read. Um, and so he had something in his contract where he was going to get a major bonus if he scored X amount of points in a season, and then the game before he was going to hit that. They moved him back down to the minors. That's dirty. <laughs> it was a dirty time in hockey. And uh, so then after th- he played in the minors for a little bit longer and then he got kind of disgusted and he moved on to coaching and he coached a lot of minor league hockey teams, including the Stockton Thunder. He was the first coach of the Stockton Thunder. That's why they live here. Well, look at this dude. He's all young and mulleted out. Right? Yeah. Oh, I've seen that picture. I've seen that picture. <laughs> now, do you know Do you know what he looks like today, James? Yeah, fully. Look at the fully. picture of the coach of the Carolina Panthers. I don't know this guy's name, but he looks exactly like him. Ron Rivera. Whoa! Oh, they could be They could be brothers. <laughs> they could be brothers. Basically, it's the look of somebody who has had their nose broken a couple yeah. of times. It's a broken nose and kind of a face like a shovel. Yeah, kind of a square, flat face with a smashed-in yeah. nose. Yeah. That's great. Oh, man. He's <laughs> kind of a big deal. There's interviews with a dude on NHL, like on TV. Oh yeah, no, he's he's a, he's a big name. He's the so when I mentioned that the the owner of the Edmonton Oilers is a collector of like names of people that he likes, he was a big fan of this guy. He's one of the collected. Mm-hmm. He's not well enough known that he's like broadly known in hockey, but for how old this guy is when he was watching hockey like as a kid, he knew his name. Right, right. He's got his own wiki page. Look at that. Yep. Yeah, there's not a ton of information, but he's there. There's enough. I mean, being there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it makes me seriously question, like, what I'm doing with my fucking time. (laughs) I've made myself a wiki page many times. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Do the mods take it down? Yes, they do. (laughs) Hey, wow. Coworker is also on the wiki. Is she? She has her yeah. own. She has her own page, or she's mentioned. No, she's, she's part of the personal life of husband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, um, you know, get there how you can. Yeah. Gotta remember how to freaking spell her name. <laughs> no, you're not googling. Don't do it. Ah, shit! I did, but now I'm not gonna follow up. 
<laughs> Alright, I'm back in the dock. I'm good. Temptation. I'm here. I'm here. Only the dock. <laughs> Stay in the safe dock. dock. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, so you guys both work tomorrow? I am off. I nice. work in the evening. It's a school board meeting. Where oh, it's it's no a fun. it's not. And so here's the here's the funny thing to me only. Um, <laughs> it's a school board meeting where I was asked if I they were like, can we have the school board meeting in your building? And I said, no. And they said, well, why not? And I said, well, somebody's already in there doing a doing an event. And they said, oh, just out of curiosity, who's in there doing what event? And so, like a like a dope, I told him. And then I get, I get an email <laughs> from the guy. Then I get an email from the guy who had the date reserved, and he said, "Well, apparently, I don't get to have my event because they're going to have a school board meeting in there." I was like, "Oh, oh shit. these bastards!" <laughs> I told them no. Sneaky. I told Sneaky. them no, Sneaky. and then they did it. Well, it just the icing on the cake. I find out this week is that this week is is classified employees appreciation week. Okay. And they're honoring and and loving classified employees, of which I am one, because that is an employee that's not a teacher or an administrator. They're saying how much they love and appreciate classified employees. And I'm left going, you're doing this in my building when I asked you not to. And I have to be there now. How is this appreciating how me? How is this appreciating me? <laughs> you flipped me off 11 times in setting up this freaking event. And now you're see now it's all about appreciating me. You better not say my name. Jokes on you. It, yeah, jokes on you. They're gonna have fucking cake in your honor. <laughs> they better fucking not. They better let me just stay back in my booth on my computer looking up hockey facts about coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna demand that you do a speech. Oh, that yeah, that never goes well. <laughs> Impromptu oh, speeches, <laughs> but that is something I've learned through the years because C.J. Martin does not like to give a speech, but the character of C.J. Martin loves giving a speech. So whenever <laughs> I have to give a speech, I just get into character. The character that uh, the keys hate, because that's that's who's the, hate the the keys. Remember the story about how you guys hated me when you watched Forbidden Broadway? Oh, that character. Yeah. Yeah, not hate so much, just thought that, thought that you were ass. on a different level. Yeah, thought that you were like like completely pompous and like Yeah. Yeah, that's Man, the, that's all about that too. That's so the know. character of CJ Martin who really yeah. enjoys public speaking. <laughs> <laughs> that guy also looks like he really fucking enjoys uh like I don't know, just being a bastard. Yeah. He does. <laughs> that guy read through the script of Rock of Ages and was like, ooh, I want that part. There's one part that specifically I was he looking was at. like, least Kale, that dude, just in all forms. Is it? I don't remember the character. It's the guy. It's the jerk. I don't know. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's one jerk. It's, um... Choo, in Rock of Ages? In Rock of Ages. Do you know it at all? Do you know the script at all? 
It's uh, this one I am looking up. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Stacy. Oh, the main dude, Stacy Jacks. Jacks. Yeah. He's not the main dude, but like the washed up guy. He's the fake main dude. It's I yeah. love a musical with a fake main dude. Where there's he, someone who he, he thinks, he's, thinks the main he's the main dude. <laughs> the story's really about yeah. plenty of other people. <laughs> Are you gonna audition for that? Show? This is this is this is I don't know. I'm weighing <laughs> a lot of things. I'm weighing a lot of things, including that uh I have a child due the month that that's on stage and I don't want to miss the birth of my child because I'm playing some dick rock star on a community <laughs> theater right. stage. Right. Yeah. Or, I think one of those two things is a little bit more important. <laughs> exactly. Than exactly. Zach, I'm, I'm surprised to hear you say that you're not even a theater person, but you're putting theater above all else. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah wow. duh. Good for you, man. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It it's a it sounds fun musically, um, but it also sounds like a lot of fucking time that yeah. you would also normally be at work or right. doing other stuff. Right. You know. So yeah. yeah. So who knows? <laughs> I will in probably four weeks or whenever the hell the auditions are. <laughs> Audition, yeah, yeah, auditions are about then, three to four weeks, right? Yeah. So probably I'm not auditioning. <laughs> uh, <sighs> it's that type of stuff that like makes me like. Because every now and again, I think to myself, I could be an actor. Like, I could like do that, like for for work, you know. But mm-hmm. like, no, I don't want to do that for work. I don't want to like have to audition and have to go and like do that. Yeah. You know, it's fun to play every now and again, but like, you know, like 39 steps, like was fun. It was a lot of work, but it was fun. But like, I couldn't do that show every day, you know, and no. I couldn't do like shows like that every day. Like, and that was kind of a, you know, not a once in a lifetime deal, but like it was kind of in its own class of things. Mm-hmm. You know? I always, I always point to your part in young Frankenstein as the perfect part in a show. It was. It really was. Especially if you were uh, just if you were just the hermit, or if yeah. you were just either of the two characters you played. But basically, that's the perfect part in a show where you get to you you are featured, you have your own song, and you are not on stage very often. And you don't have to do the goddamn tap dancing. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Those were. It was like the perfect. It really was the perfect storm. Except it would have been the perfect storm for someone who could sing. Yeah. You did it. Right. I did it. Uh, I did not. I did it like half the time. The other half of the time, I'm up there going, well, that's flat. <laughs> and fuck, people are watching me. Huh. What, what do I do? Just keep going. It's fine. Oh, he, Zach, he played the blind hermit in the Young Frankenstein musical, and he also played the inspector German guy who's like made of clocks. <laughs> yeah, who's got a, a wooden leg and a wooden arm, opposite sides of the body. I don't know how long it's been since you've seen Young Frankenstein. It's been a long time. I think I vaguely remember the uh, Inspector dude, but the blind guy was played by Mel Brooks in the movie, right? No, uh, he was played by Gene Hackman. <gasps> in the- That's right. He was played by Gene Hackman. 
This is making me want to. But my, it, it's a great. But movie. my guy, my my hermit was Mel Brooks. You were Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah. That's what's like making a, me think. It was Mel Brooks. <laughs> Just a heavy, heavy Jewish accent, yeah. and and yeah, it was it was Mel Brooks as yogurt playing the blind right, hermit. Right, right. Oh God, I forgot that it was like little baby Gene Hackman playing yeah. an old blind man. Gene, yeah. ha- Gene Hackman, I, I maintain to this day, is the poor man's Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'll give you that. Can't afford Anthony Hopkins? Gene Hackman will do just fine. Although, oh, I, okay, there are some parts where obviously Gene Hackman was the better choice, specifically in uh, uh, The Quick and the Dead. Or, the, or Unforgiven, the Westerns. Yeah, right, yeah. Like I mean, Anthony Hopkins has got a you know a place in those. Obviously, look at at Westworld. Yeah, uh, he's not playing a cowboy in Westworld. You know, so there's that. Um, but yeah, Gene Hackman goes meaner. I used to I used to have a whole list of the of the poor man's blankety blank like uh, <laughs> Christmas Cena. Chris Messina is the poor man's um, Mark Ruffalo. If you ever look at Chris Messina and Mark Ruffalo, they have so the same look. And if you look at Chris Messina's parts, it's all parts that were written for Mark Ruffalo, and he did not want them. Ah, okay. So bizarre. (laughs) Yeah, look at this. Or Dermot McDermott, and I forget which way this goes on Dermot McDermott, because there's Dermot there's Dermot Mulrooney and Ian McDermott, and they look the same. One is more famous, I think. Dylan McDermott. Well, there's Ian and Dylan. Oh, okay. They're the Dermot McDermott know. brothers, and they're both not Dermot Mulrooney. I think he's the famous one. Dermot. Dermot Mulrooney is famouser. Yeah. So if you can't get Dermot Mulrooney, then you call one of the McDermott brothers, and. Right. Their whole company is based on being Dermot Mulroney. Well, maybe now, maybe not anymore. Yeah, like because Dylan McDermott was in American Horror Story, and so he's kind of made a. Oh yeah, that's right. He was. But like vaguely tan guys with dark hair, who are yeah. good, who are good looking. He's also looks. To me, specifically, Dylan McDermott could be a brother of Will from Will and Grace. Oh, sure. Uh, mm, What's his name? Eric McCormick? Yeah, weird. Eric McCormick and Dylan McDermott together. That's weird. I didn't know that I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I'm not Googling things. I'm just sitting here (laughs) staring at my wall. This is why this is why I have to not Google because I'm my brain's doing fine. It's doing better. It's a little quicker. I'm not reading yeah. Wikipedia pages while we record. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of more poor man's version of actors that I had. I had a whole list going at some point. Oh, but but people have gotten more famous since then. Yeah, it goes in waves it goes in waves so like there was there was there was a time where if you wished that meg ryan was 10 years younger you got michelle williams 
Okay, sure. And Michelle Williams was just a stand-in. It was just like, no, we'll just put Michelle Williams in this, and then you can, you guys can pretend that she's Meg Ryan. Okay, cool. And go. There are whole websites devoted to this philosophy. Is that right? Or man's version of blah blah. Huh. Oh, here's one: Johnny Depp and Skeet Ulrich. Yes. Right. Hundred percent. Fucking Gary Busey and Nick Nolte. Yes. Used to be when they were younger, at least. Yes. Weird. Oh, I could do this shit all day. What's the What's the Michelle Williams movie where she leaves Seth Rogen? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen that one. What was the actress's name? Michelle, Michelle Williams. She starts dating this Dermot McDermott looking fucker across the street and then she leaves her um, husband, Seth Rogen. Take this waltz, maybe? Take this waltz. Yes. It has a terrible ending. Oh. <laughs> uh, spoilers. Sorry, spoilers. Watch take spoilers this waltz. Spoilers for a movie from twenty eleven. Yeah, watch <laughs> Take This Waltz and learn to hate <laughs> Michelle Williams. <laughs> she made that movie like right after Heath Ledger died. Okay, it's a, it's a strange whole. It's a it's a whole strange thing. So Seth Rogen's sister is Sarah Silverman. There's a lot of good people in it. Yeah, I don't know. I think Zach muted to like have a coughing fit. Yeah, I hope you guys didn't hear any of that. <laughs> no, wait, I just heard what I thought was you like. <laughs> struggling to get to the mute button <laughs> <laughs> yes. that whole time i have honestly have no idea what you were saying because the whole time i was furiously coughing <laughs> nothing nothing that you oh, need to man. know way to call him out on that shit <laughs> that was like perfect i i thought i was a little bit slyer than that it just you you were pretty sly i just dude, see i'm not googling things so i can i can tell i can tell I'm right in there. I'm learning. I'm learning things. I, I I figured you'd hear a little sound when I muted, but I didn't think I'd let too much of the coughing sound go beforehand. No, it wasn't even the coughing. It was it was you reaching for that button. I just. <laughs> but based yeah, on but I could have been you know sneezing, blowing my nose. No. <laughs> I knew. I no, knew. No, none of that stuff. We know what's going on. <laughs> we know what's going on. <laughs> Oh, God. I was on a date one time with a girl who I had been friends with through her friend for months. And we were in the middle of the date, and she said something. And I looked at her, and I was like, you forgot my name, didn't you? <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God. She was like, she was like, fuck you. And I was like, no, but seriously, what's my name? <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> and then she starts laughing, and she was like, tell me. I was like, I'm not gonna fucking tell you i was like you're gonna sit in it until you can remember my fucking name like we've already banged like you fucking tell me my name right now <laughs> that's good that's a power move right there yeah. <laughs> you just took control of the whole situation right. and made her feel so awkward and embarrassed yeah for that, something oh, that man. she did she you weren't even making it up or yeah. anything she did it right just yeah you just forgot my name. <laughs> oh, and then, man. and the other side of that is when she finally remembered, she was so proud of herself. James, she goes, and I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. The second most common man's name in America. Right. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
John, close. <laughs> Almost. If she had said John, I might not have stayed. <laughs> you ever just let someone call you the wrong thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the time. I'm trying to think of any situation where that's happened recently. That's pretty common with some of my patients, especially the older ones. I just give them a pass. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's plenty of people where I'm like, I literally, I literally don't care. Yeah. Oh, it's it's the it's the because of the initials. A lot of people that I don't know that well get confused with the initials, and so I get a lot of AJ and a lot of JR and stuff oh, like shit. that. <laughs> JR. <laughs> Where I'm like, well, you know what? You remembered that it's initials and you got the J in there, so <laughs> fine. BP, it's fine. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. At work, my uh so they they give all of the workers their first initial and then their last name. But Jenny had already started working there when I started. Mm. So she got J dot key. Sure. And they had to give me a different one. So I'm J A key mm. right so 90 percent of my clients they get a, a new worker letter that says your worker is jaw key and they all think that that's my first name is jaw oh. so i am constantly getting called jaw <laughs> jaw k specifically <laughs> is this jaw k yeah that's me that's jaw me. Hello. what can i do for you jaw k <laughs> yeah hello jaw k that's i there was something wasn't there something where you were my wife's social worker or something? No. From disability? No. No. <laughs> Some weird, awkward dream you've been having. No, there was something. <laughs> we we won't talk about it because I know we can't. <laughs> and it's something that was wiped from my memory last November. <sighs> something, something disability, but it it doesn't matter. Anyway. Moving on. So, do they think that you are um, the jaw that Bob Marley was referring to? No, they think I'm a Vietnamese person. Oh. <laughs> like, all the time. Like, people come in to meet me and they're like, You're jaw? And I was like, Well, yeah, my name is James. They're like, But it says jaw. I'm like, I know, I know what it says. I'm like, <laughs> Well, we thought you were going to be Asian. Okay, well, I'm not. What can I do for you? <laughs> I run into this at the theater where half the people who are around the theater are named Chris. Right. So, but then when I'm setting up like professional accounts and stuff and I have to put in my name, I'm like, well, I'm not going to tell my name CJ because I have a real name and it's Chris. So I tell them Chris. And then I know whenever a call comes into the office for Chris, they're like, we literally don't know which one this could be for. (laughs) (laughs) There's six options. Yeah. That's why I get my last name designated too, because there's so many fucking Jameses. <laughs> and I think I think people commonly think I'm lying because they say, "And uh, what's your first name?" And I go, "It's uh, it, uh, uh um, Chris." <laughs> <laughs> what is my name? <laughs> uh, there's my knee jerk reaction, but then there's my my right. my, my God given name. <laughs> I went by Chris. I went by Chris halfway in high school. Yeah, I do. I do remember that. Like all of a sudden, like whenever we'd have a thing where 
uh, you'd have your like high school friend group or whatever, and we'd be there too. And get, it'd be kind of weird because half the people would be like Chris, the other half would be CJ. Yeah, and that started because uh, teachers in high school are too lazy. <laughs> So they thought they were doing me a favor by shortening my name from Christopher and uh, to Chris yeah. to Chris, and it just it muddied like, the waters. Because I already go by something else, right? Yeah, it muddied the waters so much. And then when I moved to Sonora, I just opted to be Chris. So everybody that I, that everyone that I knew and loved in Sonora knows me as Chris and calls me Chris and. Chris, Chris, Chris. So if I ever run into those people or talk to them, which happens occasionally, I am Chris. See, I I lucked out. I've never, I mean, my full name is only one syllable, Mm -hmm. right? So I've never really wanted to be Jim. Yeah. You know, I like they, I was Jimmy James when I was a little kid, but you know, it's always been James. Like that's just how I introduce myself to people. So I've never, never really gone through a phase of being like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm Jim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my brother did like randomly when like he made it a, like we used to call him Joseph or Joey and then one day he was like hey he's like I want to start going by Joe hmm. can you guys call me Joe and it was a hard transition we were like yeah sure like no problem and I like I worked at calling him Joe like that's how you want to be called sure like no problem fucking he comes back from the Navy and he's out now and I introduced I was like this is my brother Joe and he goes hi I'm Joseph and I was uh... like the fuck <laughs> the fuck are you Joseph <laughs> Like, like, I worked so hard. I learned it. I learned it. I learned that your name is Joe. Yeah. I tried. I so tried. It, it, illegal to change it like this on me. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. Like, you got to warn me first. Like, again, I'll introduce you however you want, but maybe you tell me, oh, I switched back to Joseph. Mm-hmm. You know? And you know what? That was probably a military thing. Probably his uh, his superiors wouldn't call him anything other than what his name was. They were doing him a favor. Key. So he he made that choice himself, completely unrelated. Oh, you're right. They did call him Key. Yeah. Or by his rank. Right. You know? And then he got high enough of a rank that, like, people had to salute him and shit. And so, like, they would just call him by his rank. But, like, yeah, I don't know. What rank did he hit? E6. What what is that in MASH? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard to, to... I don't know. I don't know much about the military. Uh, what branch he, is he in? He was in the Navy. Huh. So, oh, I don't. I know even less about Navy. I know Army things because I watch MASH. So, what does that mean? Does that mean he's an admiral? No. Maybe he was E5. Equals What? In army, what's an E six in the navy? Uh-huh. E four, yeah. So E four to E six are non commissioned officers, uh, and are specifically called petty officers. So he was he was the highest non commissioned officer that you can get. Okay, uh, so that makes him a corporal. Okay, yeah, because he goes corporal then lieutenant. Yep. Yep. Cool. No, sergeant, sergeant, sergeant. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Corporal Army sergeant. sergeant, Air Force Staff Sergeant, Marine Corporal are considered NCO ranks. Navy NCO equivalent petty officer achieved the rank of petty officer third class. And he's got these weird coins that he carries around with him 
that like he he won or earned for doing specific things. And there's one, and so the, you get these coins from like higher ups. They like are awarding you for doing something, you know, either beyond the Call of Duty or something that's really cool. And so there's a drinking game that Navy people play, wherein you like you one up each other. Like, oh, I've got this coin. I've got this coin. Oh yeah, well I've got this coin. Okay, well I've got this coin. And whoever has the highest coin gets bought a drink, huh. right? Like the highest award coin. And so he has this one from a uh, 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 four-star admiral that like be like because he did something he cooked him a really good meal or something like by himself and he just like gave him all in all like good service and so every time he like whips out this coin people are like ah i can't even fucking come close to that so i'm gonna buy you a drink <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> so the guy with the lowest coin has to buy everyone a drink no, just the other people with the coin. Ah, okay. Yeah, He's... you play like one on one, or I mean, sometimes you play like a group of people. Like, oh, what's your coin? What's your coin? What's yeah? So, who's ever playing the coin game, the lowest one buys the other coiners a drink. Or yeah, I guess you could make it a little more fair, and it's just you buy the person who beat you a drink on up the yeah, ladder, and so then your brother's just the guy who never has to buy a drink. Right. Like a jerk. <laughs> I had a friend who was in the Marines who told me that the Marines are technically the men's department of the Navy. <laughs> it's funny because Navy people say, you know what Marine stands for, right? My ass rides in Navy equipment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to have like battles between... The fucking armed troops, right? Armed forces. Yeah. I don't know. I always... I looked into... What did I look into? Air Force? I was very into joining the military when I was 12. Right, sure. By the time I hit about 15, I was real un-into joining the military. (laughs) (laughs) But I used to call recruiters when I was 12 and just be like, let's give me all the lowdown about everything I have to do to join the military. <laughs> Zach, was I mean, your was your stepdad in the Air Force? Uh, Navy. Navy. I think it was Navy because I think for some reason it was some conversation I had with your stepdad that really made me call oh, a recruiter really? someday. Yeah. Huh. I did not know that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> James, what were you gonna say? Uh I don't know. Got distracted. <laughs> Calling recruiters, deciding not to be in the military. Oh, like it makes sense when you're young. You're like, yeah, like yeah. I can go and do that. I can see the world and get physically fit and like learn a skill and a trade, you know? And and for a certain type of dude, like if like I had an uncle who went in when he was eighteen and stayed until he was thirty eight and retired and yep. is getting full fucking pay for the rest of his life. Yep. And then he's thirty eight and so he, he went and taught himself a, a trade and he learned uh HVAC, and now he's like one of the leading dudes who repairs chillers for the York Company, and it's like he's set for money for the rest of his life. Like he's never going to have to fucking worry about anything, but he's got to work hard still. Sure, you know, like he doesn't have to. He probably could just stop right now and have like fat money, 
But like mm-hmm. he's the type of dude who's like, you know, I'm hanging out with you guys in my garage. I'm just going to do some pull-ups real quick on this bar that I have on my fucking rafters. And you see, that's you know, a thing. Like, that's a thing. I was that guy for a really weirdly long time because there's something about I've I've learned later in life that there's something about some people have this in them that like it feels good like using your muscles a lot there you you derive pleasure from that it's not just something to get through and so from a really young age I used to go out in my front lawn every single night and I would just do like 200 push-ups and run up and down the block a, a whole bunch of times and just that's just what I did because it was fun. And I don't know when I was twelve, so just <laughs> right, right. When I see, and I was kind of there, but like never, I was never thin. When I, you know, because I have a black belt in Taekwondo. When I was seventeen is when I got it. Um, and so I would go all the time. I would just work out, you know, and I could jump, like I could lift my three hundred and thirty pound body, you know, into the air and bring my knees as high as my face is normally, mm-hmm. right. Like, and just, you know, I could, like, leap and bound and do fucking somersaults from nowhere, like, you know, and it was great. But, like, I was never like, oh, I need this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, like some people are like, oh, I haven't worked out for a day. I feel like shit. I need to go and work out. You know? Like, mm-hmm. it was fun and it was cool. But I was never like, yes, I, I fucking never felt like I was missing something if I didn't do it. If I trace it back, I think it's when I started drinking that I stopped. Like lo- <laughs> loving exercise. I've never been big on yeah, exercise, but I do say them. like with when I when I don't get a chance to do my like four to six mile walk, I I miss it if I go more than a few days without it. Yeah. Then if I go a few more days after that, then I don't miss it anymore. But once I'm in the habit of doing it, it just feels nice to like be outdoors walking and stuff. Or even doing it on the treadmill, I, you know, just kind of feels good after doing it. Yeah. There's this little old lady that I work with now, and she's tiny. Like she's probably four foot two if she's if she's a foot. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she's got this heavy like Mexican accent, and uh, every like the other day I noticed these little hands just flying up, looking like they were doing jumping jacks. And I was like, that's, it's got to be her. Like, she's, like, she sits rows and rows down, but I just see these little hands coming up. So she walked by my desk today, and I was like, Anna, I was like, was that you? Like, are, are those hands that I see going up and down, are those your, your hands? And she goes, yes. Oh, yeah. And she starts telling me about her routine that she starts doing because she went and met with Dr. Zach. I know who him. is this. Do you? I have a podcast with him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like you, you actually talked to Doctor Zach. No, oh, ha 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 ha. Oh, ha that took me way too long. I'm not drinking. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, but he's apparently like this internet guy, and he like advocates doing like just four minutes, three times a day of of these specific movements, and it's supposed to like increase circulation and and move the correct amount of lactic acid through your body. I have. Um, oh, that's good. So yeah, I. Uh, oh, Doctor Zach Bush, four minute workout. There it is. Oh, um, and yes, like squats and like, like standing jumping jacks without jumping, and then like weird hand movements. And uh, she's this spry little lady, and she says that she she's like, because you know, at about eleven thirty, you start getting tired. Your body's ready for lunch, 
But if you do this for four minutes, boom, you're not tired. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Like, I may just start trying this. I just to do see that. what's going on. Yeah, because I do all anaerobic. Everything I do is anaerobic. I ought to do some more aerobic things. So when yeah, I'm, I've only got to aim for at least about uh, what is the current recommendation? Like a hour and a half worth per week of aerobic, a little bit more. Like Ooh, I don't even hit. I'm not even two close. hours. Two hours plus. I'm not even close to hitting that. But I have all kinds <laughs> of anaerobic exercises that I do just by being me and doing my job. And so what I've been doing is when I play my baseball video game every between every. Um, game between every baseball game i get down on the floor because it's the middle of the night and everyone in my house is asleep so between every game i get down on the floor and i do 10 push-ups and i think maybe i should do 20 jumping jacks instead i don't know or i mean i mean mix yeah, it up i mean or mix you it know, up. it's good to do both <laughs> it would be good to do both i also i don't want to get myself all jacked up because i'm doing this at 11 30 at night so oh well, yeah <laughs> i need to sleep at some point yeah, you maybe want to do that in the morning time. No, no. It takes a lot. It takes a lot just to get out of bed. So it's I don't need to add to that. See, like I, I'm right there with you, but I kind of feel like, and I've thought this way for a while, that if I were the type of person to get out of bed and just do a quick workout and just get it done with, I feel like a lot of other things in my life would just fall into be place. Easier. Yeah. I yeah. didn't. Really and I don't notice. know if that's true, but I like I have a weird. What do you mean? Oh, you when you started getting up and I, doing I I did that for a while. I didn't I didn't mean to cut you off. I was waiting to see if you were had more, but um I did that for a while. I just was a little bit more tired from getting up uh, an hour and a half earlier. <laughs> uh, Cuz okay. when I first okay. I mean, I think it definitely helped me lose weight um because I it basically made sure that every day I was exercising. Sure. And I wasn't finding, you know, if I was getting my ass up at 6.30 instead of 8 o'clock, I wasn't finding, or sometimes 6, I wasn't finding, you know, excuses to um, do other things. Um, like later in the day, making up excuses. It's like, well, I'm up. I'm not going to do something else because if I'm going to do anything else, it's just going to be go back to bed. But now I'm awake. Right. So, um, in 2017, when I first decided to like really start losing weight, I pretty much every day, at least Monday through Friday, I would get up and get on a treadmill for 45 minutes to an hour doing a mix of like zero elevation and like 4%, a bunch of different stuff. But I don't know. I, after a couple of months, I'm like, okay, I'm just tired because I'm not a morning person <laughs> and I never adjusted to it. I like forced myself to lay down at like 10 o'clock but I was never able to fall asleep so I just got more and more chronically tired so can I can I give you guys my my new weight loss tip that I've discovered it's the mm. it's the sure it's the secret are you ready okay yeah <laughs> it's four letters one okay. syllable soup oh uh, are good I've started having soup for lunch. What kind of soup? It, I, I, who fucking cares? Whatever you want. <laughs> like I'll wander into. How a, does that? Well, I'll wander into a bar, okay. like say the one that is across the street from one of the places I work for lunch, and I will say, "Give me a cup of soup," and it's a very small cup of soup. It's literally a cup. It's eight ounces, 
and it's like a minestrone or an Italian wedding soup. And boom, lunch. 160 calories. 200 calories, maybe. Or I'll get one of the sipping soups that you can get at the grocery store, like a tomato basil. Mm. Something, again, 160 calories. And I keep I keep second-guessing the sipping soup, and I go, oh, this isn't going to be enough. I better, like, make, like, a little grilled, like, a half a grilled cheese on the side or something. Well, if I do the sandwich, then I'm over full, and I'm walking around going, oh, I'm so, sure. I'm so full. When instead, I could just have soup. This is it. This is the secret to weight loss. Drink or drink slash eat some soup. I, I think also it's helped. One, it's not very many calories. Two, I mean, you're also getting fluids. And I was gonna, I was the other thing I was gonna say is making sure to drink enough water is also good. Oh sure. Like, and that's kind of fulfilling both things because I was also, while I was also doing the, that morning exercise, I was having like a liter of water before work. Then during work slash at lunch, another leader and then another leader when I got off. Um, and I was making sure that when I was counting my fluid intake for the day for the three leaders, I only counted water. So oh. if I had like soda or alcohol, I didn't allow myself to like count that. Oh, so sure. I just constantly full on fluids. And then a lot of times I just didn't feel like eating anymore. <laughs> yeah, because you're full, you're full, you're full of liquid. But yeah, the soup, yeah. the soup. Um, if you get one of those little chicken noodles, a little like handheld, throw it in the microwave for a minute and then drink it. Chicken soups, 60 calories fills you up. That's not bad. You have to be careful on some of those things though, because some of them have a shit ton of salt. Oh, see, I don't pay attention to salt. I imagine. (laughs) I mean, a lot of, a lot of things that you just, uh, that are add water and go, like to help shelf life. Can oh no, add a lot of salt. it's not add water. It's not add water. You open, oh, okay. the, you open the top and you put it in. So the ones it Campbell's. Oh, has, okay. I'm think, I, I thought you were talking about ones where you like add the boiling water. Oh whatnot. no, 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 no. This is a, okay. it's a very okay. small amount. Campbell's has a little side thing that they do. It's healthy soups. It's called well, yes. Okay. Sure. Well, yes. Cause that's what you're supposed to say. I've heard of that. When you want to have lunch. Well, yes, I will have this tomato and basil soup. And, uh, yeah, so that's the stuff. You peel the top off, you microwave it for a minute, and then you drink it. And and you're full. Well, I am. <laughs> but there you go. Weight loss. Weight loss move. <laughs> Soup. Do you stay full for a long enough period of time, though? Yes. As long as I also supplement with water. Okay, fair enough. Add that to show notes. Soup. Soup, soup, soup. <laughs> you period. guys ever watch uh, 30 Rock? Used to. I have probably seen an aggregate of about two minutes of it there, my entire life. There's one episode specifically where Jack Donahue, who is played by uh, Alec Baldwin, is coming to grips with the fact that he's just getting old now right so he's banging this this hot young girl and and she lets it slip that like he's her like granddad bang right <laughs> essentially uh-huh. and he's like what the fuck are you talking about like you know like i'm not old and she's like no honey you are it's okay you know she's like you just you just have to own it you know and, and then cut to the end of the scene she's like and you know like just just live in it and like you know eat soup or whatever and he just goes well, I do like soup. 
I'll tell you, soup has soup has changed the game for me. I do I do breakfast noodles and I do soup lunch. It's quick and easy. Quick and easy. See, and for a non-egg eater, yeah. like you kind of have to find other other things there. Oh sure, if I I know I know that if I were an egg eater, I would be eating way too many hard-boiled eggs throughout the day. <laughs> it's so convenient. And yes. Easy. <laughs> It's easy, it's convenient, it's something that's like pretty low on calories and pretty good for you as long as you do it in the right ways. Yeah, yeah that's why I don't really let myself buy eggs either. I would eat way too much and I would take it past the point of healthy into the you're eating way too much cholesterol. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is this is what I'm doing with the lunch meat ham. I got a big tin of ham in the fridge. Ah. It's one of like the three that I've bought this week already. <laughs> I try. I try to get the healthy ham. Well, I look at the healthy ham. <laughs> yeah, you. And that, then that, I think, that's got to come uh, for something, uh, right? <laughs> and then I think for the price, it's not enough ham. I'm like Louis C.K. considering giving up my first class seat for the for the soldier. Consider. I get. I get <laughs> some points <laughs> for thinking about it. Yeah. And that mean, then that means I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Uh, do you guys pop your you guys pop your chest? Oh yes, no. all oh, the time. It's so Great. good. But I've had my chest has been tight for the last couple of weeks, and I'm popping it. I'm popping it all day. I'm not getting a full pop, and I think I need to do a back bend to actually get it. Because that was the first time I ever popped my chest was doing a back bend. But yeah, you can pop Zach. You can pop your sternum. If you open I don't yourself know why up, I would want to. Do you pop your? Do you crack your knuckles? Like pop your knuckles? Sometimes. And no. I my I get my ankles to pop a lot. See, I I'm a I'm an inveterate popper. I pop my toes, my ankles, my knees, my fingers, my wrists, my neck, my back, and my sternum. Jeez. Wait until you wait until you get old enough that your hips start popping. Oh yeah, no, they <laughs> they oh, pop. The, the, oh man. The hips pop. That's just not a pleasant one. That yeah, one. it doesn't sound like it would be. <laughs> see, I've got bad hips, so that's why it's not pleasant yeah. for me. But in general, I could see hip popping being a great thing. But yeah, every morning I like pop. I pop my knees by basically every single t- every single time you do anything to pop <laughs> a joint, you're doing something that if you did it seventy five percent more, you would break that joint. Yeah. It's like I pop but my knees. Just the by, right amount. Yeah, I'm popping my knees by doing this weird thing where if I were to go real hard at it, I would break my knees. Yeah. Or dislocate them at yeah. the very least. Yeah. One of my favorites is like when your elbow, you go to straighten your arm and your elbow like locks up bent. Yeah. And you just like push through it. Ah. Uh, love that shit. Yeah. Now, do you pop all of your knuckles? The distal and the proximal knuckle as well, or just the, the yes, sir. one that. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Distal in the medial knuckle or the proximal. And because of the broken right thumb, I can pop my thumb all day long. I can pop it yep. like over and over and over. I can just go pop, 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 oh, pop, man. <laughs> But that's uh that's a separate issue. <laughs> my daughter likes her toes popped already. Uh, Sometimes yeah. that is part of the ritual of going to bed, is she asks for us to pull her toes. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Because I know that the first time that that happened, you just walked by her little foot sticking up, and you're Mm -hmm. like, hey, pop. (laughs) Exactly. It was just, yeah, it was just a mindless, like, I like to do this. Just like my wife's toes. Like, I pop my wife's toes. She's not a fan of it. She doesn't pop her own toes. I do it for her because I'm a gentleman. (laughs) And so that's how it started with my daughter. And how, how it started with myself with popping my fingers, it started with pulling. Like grabbing yep. each finger and pulling, and that doesn't really work as much anymore. I'm up to like the black tar heroin level, where I have to do all kinds of other stuff. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm just thinking about popping joints, so I'm sitting here doing it. Yeah. Yeah, trying to. But then you go too far, and your pinky is like, oh, fuck you, I'm not popping, and now I'm on the verge of being sprained. Oh, yeah, one of my pinkies is an issue because I almost lost it at some point. Oh, shit. I slammed it. I think we've talked about this. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I think you told um Was it you or your mom accidentally shut the door on yeah, it or something? I did. I was arguing with her. She wanted to go buy a washing That's machine, and I didn't. And I slammed it in the car door, and I just about disloc- or just about broke it off. Just about lost it. Oh, God. So that one's it, that one's like a, an interesting pop, and it's... I probably... I'm going to break off this pinky at some point. It's just going to break off in my <laughs> hand. And I'm going to go, huh. <laughs> Well, there it was. <laughs> Whoops. Excuse me. Wine burps all night long. <laughs> you guys keep talking. I will be right back to use the bathroom. Okay. Uh-huh. You're just going to be coughing. We know what you're really we doing. We know. We know. <laughs> we know. All right. Did you ever watch Super. Cutthroat Kitchen? Yes. Love Cutthroat Kitchen. I actually... What are- Big, big Alton Brown fan. We went and saw him live in Stockton a couple of years back. Ah, oh, man. I'm sure that was a fun show. It was. Yeah, I love I'm also a big Alton Brown fan. He, uh, I like to go to, whenever I'm doing something that's like a pretty basic recipe, I like to go to his just to see what weird take he has on it because he's a science boy. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you're learning, but you're also fucking, you know, you're learning science and you're learning a recipe. Yeah. Like he's, he's where I, where we learn to do um, the ice bath for your hard boiled eggs when they're done. Right. He has a really specific method for making hard boiled eggs that involves stirring in a clockwise pattern and all kinds of stuff like that. And then you do an ice bath afterwards and it helps you peel the egg when it's time. Right. I, uh, I forgot all about all that stuff because I have an egg cooker. Did you get the? Makes them... Did you get the 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 countertop egg cooker? Yeah. Oh the, yeah. The dash. The dash. Had it for about a year. I don't even know what brand it is. It makes the worst noise, but it makes the most perfect eggs to oh. the point that like yeah. you can fucking crack the entire shell and take the top part off and just blow it. Yeah. And it comes right out. Like, we just whoop. that's right we just talked about this like a, a week or two ago but yeah yeah the countertop egg cooker so we still do the ice bath after the countertop egg cooker just because i don't know i'm not eating the eggs so it's not up to me right yeah what are we talking about um it started with alton brown slash oh okay cutthroat kitchen <laughs> i i just started to talk about eggs have you tried the uh, just egg yet cj um yeah we made it Oh, that that text may not have ever come through to you. 
but uh, yeah, yeah, my phone's been really fucky lately. Huawei actually just landed themselves in a bunch of more deep shit. You might want to look for. Oh, a new I phone. don't. I don't have I, my Huawei one. I still haven't fixed. Oh. It's ZTE now, but they oh. also have been in. They're also in deep shit. <laughs> well, so we tried the Just Egg. We made the Just Egg, and we hated it. And so I. Offered, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I offered to you in the group text if you want another bottle of Just Egg, it is yours. <laughs> I never got that. Yeah. Um, I probably won't. I mean, I I don't cook egg stuff enough to need it. I haven't had it on its own yet, so I don't know. I I really think that um people that say it tastes, from what I could tell, because I did it with, I was thinking it wasn't going to taste like an egg, even though that's what I heard it did. So I sautéed it like before I put it in. I sautéed like bell peppers green onions and jalapenos and then once those were sauteed really good i added that and with like salt and pepper and then hot sauce um because i already felt like it wasn't going to taste like eggs so i thought the texture was pretty close but i could i picked out a couple pieces that were just it and it wasn't i didn't dislike it but it didn't replace like scrambled eggs i think it's a vegan thing i think the vegans are happy with it yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where if I hadn't had a scrambled egg in like 10 years, yeah, I can see where I would be like, oh my goodness, this fits that same role. Right. But it, I eat scrambled eggs like once a month and it doesn't taste like it. And this texture is similar, but not the same. Yeah. The texture, the texture is just about the only place they got it right because the rest was... <laughs> I, I didn't hate it though. Like I'm I'm still probably gonna fit like my I think the bottle expires in like six days I got. So I'm gonna get some more jalapenos and I'm probably gonna finish it. Uh-huh. And I don't have to force myself to because I'll just add tapatio and jalapenos and salt and pepper and it'll be fine, but I'll see if mine will stay good through the camping trip and then we can squirt it on Matt. Oh there you go. <laughs> yeah. Or we can just uh wake up early one morning and and fry up some quote scram- scrambled eggs yeah. and serve it to Matt and see what he says. There you go. <laughs> don't love and it. Then, um, then we'll both get immersed. Just don't tell. Love yeah. It. That's the worst fucking thing. He's like, oh, yes, delicious scrambled eggs. He's egg. great eggs. He looks at you like. For once in his life, me and CJ got up early to cook him something. Yeah. Like out of the kindness of our hearts. Uh-huh. And it was just this shite. <laughs> Well, now I want to do it. Yeah, well, he may not know because he's planning on getting high. Wait, what? He he told me that before he becomes a professional person, because he'll be in oh, California okay. this summer, he wants to go to a dispensary and get some get some oh, okay, weed that's... boys and get high. Completely reasonable. Yep. <laughs> so he'll he'll be he, high. He lives in states that don't allow it. Yep. What's what that? Kind of a professional person is he becoming so far he's a professional student but i think <laughs> he i think he wants to get a phd in psychology is his next step and eventually oh. be like a, a like a prison or a school psychologist type thing yeah every time we think this guy's done going to school he turns around and he adds on some more school he's going to be 30 in a couple months and mm-hmm. he has what does he have zach does he have Four his... more years after after so he'll be 34 if everything goes right when he's done. Okay. 
He has his bachelor's for sure. He, he might has have his master's by now. His master's this summer. He's been a full-time student for the last 12 years. Since he was 18, yeah. Yeah. And, but, uh, well, I mean, he did take a year off. I do have to okay. say that. He, he actually um, took a year off and just worked like 50 or 60 hours a week. Well, he's got a hell of a lot more credits than I do, so I don't I don't really have any <laughs> any you know, leeway to poo poo what he's doing. But it did it did take. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know if um, friend of the show Matt ever listens to this. I doubt he does. But if yeah. he does, he could te- he could text us and tell us. But I know it took. He changed, I think, two or three times yeah. before he settled on one. Because he was like going to be a podiatrist, and then he was going to be a special ed teacher, and then he was going to be a sports doctor. Because he was actually, out of all of us, I think, was like handling college the best when he was at Delta. Yes. Because I know I ran into something that some people run into where once you took away the structure of high school, I kind of struggled for the first like year or so in some of the classes that I actually had to study in and didn't have like homework to buffer my grade. Yeah. Uh, to this day, for me, it was going to class was the hardest part. <laughs> to this day, I've taken years of college, <clears throat> but yeah. I only have however many credits I got from the one college class I took while I was in high school. Oh shit. <laughs> I actually took it with Matt's brother it was a chemistry oh, really? class because I was an IB and I failed chemistry my sophomore year. So in order to continue to be an IB, I had to take the equivalent of the IB sophomore chemistry, which was a mid-level chemistry class at the junior college. Oh, okay. I must have forgot about that. <laughs> so I took that class and I was Greg's lab partner. Oh, that sounds familiar now that you say that. And I never went to lecture. We had a three-hour lab and then a one-hour lecture later on in the day. And uh, I never made it back for lecture. So the lecture professor used to track me down and force me to come into her office to take the quizzes. Because I was a high school student, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone else in the class was like 19 and 20. And I was 15 or 16. And... uh, so she knew it would look bad if I failed. So she needed to like grab me by my earlobe and drag me into her office to make sure that I passed the class. And <laughs> those are the only college credits I have to this day. Because she fucking forced you yep. and normal college teachers don't give a shit. Yep. Barbara Moorfield. I thought she was a huge <laughs> bitch at the time, but now look at me. <laughs> I got three credits. Hey, no one can take that away from me. I literally lived on a college campus for a year. <laughs> yeah. And I earned zero credits. Oh, man. <laughs> I enrolled in the technical theater program at Delta a few years back, thinking, well, I'll, I'll like, learn things. And then day one, when the technical director of Delta was, who was the teacher of the class, was talking about the time commitment that the class was going to take. I was like looking through what he was saying and comparing it to my calendar and being like, I'm literally doing too much technical theater to take this technical theater class. Yeah. And so I, that first day I went and talked to him and I was like, listen, here's the deal. 
this is who I am and this is my role and this is why it'll be hard for me to do all of this. Is there any way like instead of volunteering in your shop all this time, I could go back to my shop and build things? And he was like, well, no, because that's not how this works. Right. Of course not. And so, um, yeah. So anyway, I have, I have some college, Kevin Bouch. Ah, okay. But I have some college. Just trying to uh, get a gauge for for when this was. Yeah. Oh, uh, this was within his brain. Right. I don't don't remember who was before him. (laughs) Excuse me. Oh, jeez, wine burps. I think that has to be the title of this episode. Oh, geez. Wine burps. <laughs> I'll throw it in. Um, do you, do you guys, did you guys ever hear the Paul of Tompkins bit where he talks about having some college? Yeah. It speaks to me so heavily. Zach, <laughs> you have a, you have a terminal degree, so you're not part of this family, but so Paul of Tompkins says this whole bit where he's like, I have some college. Because I went to college for a while. I did not end up with a degree, but I did go to college. But he's like, and it's it's like this great boon whenever on a forum they ask me my highest level of education, if they actually include the um, phrase com- some college. Because that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I'm, I'm better than a high school graduate. Not quite as good as a college graduate. But I do have some college. <laughs> That's me. I've got some college. <laughs> me too. Actually, I have enough theater units to have a degree were I to have any general ed. Sure. I have zero general ed, but I have like 65 units in theater. Huh. <laughs> Credits, units. I don't even know the difference. I, don't I think either. they're the same thing. I don't remember. I just, my wife is going through a master's program right now. When she's done, I think I'll actually go through and get a CTE. And then I'll be yeah like a real boy, because I'm currently I'm currently in. If I am going to stay in Stockton, I there's nowhere for me to go. I've done it all. I've got <laughs> I've got literally every job that I can get with my uh, some college. <laughs> <laughs> what about like with now like experience? Experience won't take me anywhere further in this town. Mm-hmm. They literally have the highest paid, highest level tier job that you can have in my field. That's without the, having any education. Without having any education. That's the second job, Zach. And the first job isn't going well, Where do you have the fucking time? <laughs> I don't know. And that's the, the hard part is <laughs> to get grown. The first job, I'm a one-man department with no peers in the district, so it's like, but that's not going anywhere. I'll either stay here or I will uh, get a different job <laughs> in the cafeteria or something. <laughs> when I first got hired, they were trying to convince me to be a janitor. <laughs> They're like, some of the people who have part-time jobs here take on being a janitor oh my god how does that sound in my oh great that sounds yeah. wonderful it's like, all like what i want a bastard. exactly like huh. i'm sitting in the hr department i'm just 
passed all my paperwork to like really get hired. And they're like, so how do you feel about being a janitor? I'm like, not good. (laughs) That's not what I came here for. (laughs) It's it's so far from what my actual career trajectory is. Like, why would you even bring that up? (laughs) I'm sure I could earn some really good money as a janitor because those guys make a lot of money. But they only make a lot of money if they're there for decades. Well, yeah. (laughs) Or, I mean, you know, because you're willing to work overtime, but they also have to work in the summer and spring and shit when you would normally have it off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, if things if things in my life were different, I'd be an awesome night janitor. I'd be yeah, so good. for sure. I'm already up until two in the morning every night. Why not go clean a school? <laughs> right, and get paid and listen to your music <laughs> yeah. or your podcast. Yeah, there's literally there's literally no reason why I shouldn't have some kind of night job. I tried to be a door dasher really late at night, but really? in this town they do not do door dash past like ten. Because no fucking businesses are open past 10. Well, Jack in the Box and, and McDonald's, and <laughs> McDonald's right. shit like that for all the high people. <laughs> like, there's enough business for a couple of us because 10 o'clock is basically I'd clock on at 10. I'd be like, all right, good night, family. Yeah. Let me yeah, go do three enough. hours worth of work and bring home, I don't know. 100 bucks. 100 bucks. That seems, that seems reasonable for like three, four hours doing DoorDash. Yeah. Yeah. People who are high are not stingy with their money. <laughs> no, neither. but then you have to deal with people who are high. Eh, I just hand them shit. According to how my DoorDashers <laughs> go, they just like they can't talk to me for a short enough time. No, because why would they? <laughs> I'm trying to say thank you. They're already in their car. Yeah, they're like yeah, fuck you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> see you next time. Yeah. Have you gotten this? I know Zach Merlin was complaining about this with not. DoorDash, but something else. Oh, um, yeah. The calling. About people like calling him and uh, not like saying I, who it is or whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. I've gotten this too because I like he was describing the phone call and I was like that. I have I have gotten this phone call. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I I don't. I've never used really any of those services i've never had to oh. deal with it who who and where are you <clears throat> yeah right uh, do, uh, door, DoorDash. i'm here like oh okay did you did you knock or right no nope. or park oh, you come outside did you yeah. even park like they're calling me from half a block away telling me that they're there yeah when i come to my curb you better fucking be there yeah sir like I have a I have a note on my DoorDash always, regardless of whether or not it's true, that says "Do not use the doorbell. The baby is asleep." <laughs> right, like always, yeah. Which b- knock? If you want to call because you're standing on my porch and say, "I'm so sorry, I didn't want to use the doorbell, but um, uh, I'm DoorDash and I I have your food." That's awesome. Great. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. But when I see when I've watched you drive back and forth in front of my house three times and then you park three houses down and then you call me now i'm mad (laughs) and uh (laughs) when they go like i'm here come get your food i say oh so you're on the porch and they are like no 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 i'm a couple houses down i go oh 
um, we'll come on the porch, and then I will take my food. <laughs> yeah, see, I've never, I don't think I've used that a single time. Uh, I like it. Do I still have it on my phone? Where's my phone? Knowing you, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Let's see. Social. Nope, it's gone. <sighs> oh man! I one day, one day, I want to have even just only twice as many apps as you. <laughs> uh, you don't want as many badges as I have. I have two badges right now. Wait, what does that mean? Oh, we've talked about this before. Uh, on an iPhone, we have little red dots on apps with a number. That's how many notifications oh, you've missed in the app. That's right. Yeah. So, I remember that now because that would drive me fucking nuts. I have two badges that are there to shame me because it's someone I need to get back to. And it's only – it's there's no one – it's nobody's fault but mine to quote my good friend Robert Plant that um, I haven't gotten back to this person. That would still drive me nuts <laughs> though if I had to deal with that. <laughs> oh, I have to – no, it's it's – I did this. I did this. Now I have to sit in the shame. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> That a freshman girl from the high school. See, I don't even. She really wants to crew. Nice work, and all I need to do is tell her the days and times. I have it. But then she's gonna fucking be there. No, that's fine. That's not my problem. That's Nikki's problem. I I just need to tell her the days and times. That's it. <laughs> I even have a picture. Where things are going, it'll end up being my problem. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you could. <laughs> You could even just fucking add her to the Facebook group and be done with it. <laughs> I like, could do that. Everything you need is here. There you go. To tell her anything. Welcome, new crew member. You. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I've got two kids who are chomping at the bit. They're like, I want to crew the show. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Anyway, I'll get back to you someday. Right. After <laughs> the show, yeah. you'll know exactly when you should have been there. Yeah. And Zach, this goes back to the hustle thing. This is why I don't have hustle. I just sit and I look at these badges and I go, oh, that's right. I got to do that. <laughs> and then do you know what I do? Not mm. that. I do anything, anything else. else. Then I go eat a piece of cheese and some ham. Oh, ham. And oh. I tell the door dasher to come on the porch. <laughs> Not a big ham boy? No. Uh, why oh that's right i i just have never liked them i remember between so so james there were the four the four of us were were friends we're all we're big friend boys the that uh grew up together and zach hated ham brian hated cheese i hated eggs i think matt was always fine Matt didn't hate anything, yeah. So the joke was always that if Matt ever wanted to have something that none of us would eat, he'd just make a make ham an omelet. and cheese omelet. Yeah. yeah. Just make an omelet. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> or fucking ham, egg, and cheese burrito. Like any yeah, of those yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. And the three of us would not touch it. <laughs> I don't understand how a person could not like ham or cheese or eggs. I understand if one of those items makes you sick. But yeah, like, CJ like, how could you excuse. not like them? Yeah. yeah, I have the excuse of eggs making me sick. So, dude, Zach, do you eat like turkey lunch meat? Lunch, yeah. lunch meat has become my go-to snack. 
because I try I, not to eat lunch meat too much because it normally has a lot of salt. Duh, the back to the salt. Yeah, but, but I, mean, I I do like periodically um, eat like turkey, like reduced sodium turkey lunch meat. Yes, you know that the bigger the biggest container basically that the grocery store carries at the Hillshire Farms. Uh, yes, turkey breast or honey ham or whatever it is. Do you have any calories? It, there's so few calories in that. You Probably eat, hardly any. <laughs> you eat an eighth of that big thing, and you just ate sixty calories. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, that's it's all why. fucking meat. Yeah, it's amazing. So that's that's my go-to snack. I got my baby carrots. I got I got my baby carrots. I got my ham. Yeah, I need to get better about going back to carrots instead of chips. Yeah, you got to eat the carrots. What is is there a specific reason that you do low sodium or that you don't like salt, or is it just that in general? It's it's no as bueno. I mean, just have me specifically. Um, as of right now, I probably don't have anything to worry about. But I mean, you, generally, you just don't want to have too much salt because it can increase your blood pressure. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. I know this is true. I know this is true because my grandfather loves salt. My grandmother is Canadian, and she has what. We and my family refer to as Canadian salt shakers. I don't know how true this is to the country of Canada, but um, Canadian salt shakers have big enough holes that you do not shake it. You just oh, you just turn it upside down. You just pour. You, the, the holes are so big, there's no shaking. You just pour, and salt just pours out of these shakers. And so that's what I grew up with was Canadian salt shakers. And now in my grandparents' house, there's a suspicious lack of salt and there's a lot of saltless seasoning. (laughs) (laughs) Go figure. Yeah. And I know it's because of my grandfather's health. But in my house, I don't have Canadian salt shakers, so I'm less worried about it. There is a thing that we do. It's called salt light. And it's half potassium and half sodium. Huh. Um, and it tastes just like regular salt. Like, it, it, literally, you could not taste the difference. Like, you could eat, like, a pinch of one and a pinch of the other. It tastes the exact same. Hmm. Um, but it's much less sodium for... So, like, when you... Do you use salt, like, when you're cooking, Zach? Oh, yeah, no. You don't want to have no salt. Yeah. So, other than other than prepackaged meat, like, even in our house, I use salt only in a dry rub to get meat ready to cook. Right, okay. But otherwise, See, I, salt's just not its not a thing. I salt after to taste because of Alton Brown, specifically. Because he said one time in an episode that unless you're cooking with liquid, that if you're cooking on direct heat, salt burns faster than most things that you're cooking. Yes. So, just wait until afterwards and fucking put salt on, you know, and I'm like, okay. So I do that. And I, I, uh, but that's one of the, the boons of a keto diet is that you're at a sodium and potassium deficiency. Mm. So you uh, are, uh, yeah, you just supplement. You just, like, I sometimes every now and again, like when I'm in the heart of it, like when I'm like full on keto, I'll just put some salt in some water and just drink that shit. Sure. A cream of tartar, as it were, which is just sodium bicarbonate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Is that? that no. Better? Bicarbonate of soda is uh, baking, baking soda? soda. Yeah. Yeah, the salt. So the salt in preparing the meat, it's a newer technology. 
because dry rub is the new thing where you just rub seasoning on your meat and then you let it sit there for a while and then you cook it. When you, you need to have salt in your dry rub because that makes the meat sort of react and take in the seasonings that are rubbed on it. Okay. So that then there's a little more of an essence of, you know, all the oregano and black pepper and stuff like that, that you put on there. Salt is, is it's not even necessarily a taste. It's a means to an end. It's a tool. Gotcha. Then you cook it and everything is just, I mean, now that I've started dry rubbing, it's going to take a lot for me to go back to anything else <laughs> because I just, I take my meat and I do a dry rub and then I cook it and then it tastes awesome and I don't need a sauce. I don't need anything else. It doesn't matter the meat. You just dry rub it and then you cook it and it's beautiful. How long do you dry rub it for? It depends on the meat and the situation or whatever. Like you can dry rub in the morning and then stick it in the fridge and then by dinner time it's going to be ready. Or you can dry rub 15 minutes before you want to throw it on the grill. Okay. Now, what if you're cooking it on a skillet? Same deal. Same deal. Same, same? Yeah. Are you so, just cook it in butter? So, like, I'll get some, uh, not even butter, like olive oil. I just picked up some lard. I'm going to try and start cooking with a little bit of lard. Okay. Because lard is really, really cheap. Sure. I got a big tub of it for 25 cents. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try this, but so like a steak, like I'll take a steak and I'll dry rub it and I'll wait 15 minutes. Then I'll put it in a cast iron skillet and I'll, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. I'm slightly drunk. <laughs> There's the thing where you cook the fat specifically. Oh, oh, oh man. Um, uh, uh, sear. No, where render. Yes, I render the fat. I render the fat and I get a nice brown, a nice browning all over the steaks while cooking it in some olive oil after dry rubbing. Then I throw the whole cast iron skillet in the oven for a while. And then we eat it. Yep. And it's amazing. And there's nothing more needed. You just, you're basically just eating meat. There's a little bit of oil involved. There's some salt in getting the dry rub right, but basically you're just eating a meat. Sure. That's essentially what I do. What so? What other seasonings do you put in your dry rub? It all depends. Uh, by the way, for both of your information, Frank's Red Hot has recently come out with a powdered version. Really? Oh yes. yes. Oh, it's yes. good. It's good. 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 Is it? It's so yeah, good. I like their. I like their normal stuff. I like the normal stuff too, but I don't like. I don't like a lot of sauce on my meat when I'm cooking my meat. Ah. Uh-huh. And so this, I can't remember what recipe I used. I just with. add the Frank's Red Hot to the to the dry rub. Basically, James, I get out a plate and I just start throwing seasonings on that I think will work with whatever meat I'm doing, and it changes from day to day. Whatever I think, I'm, it might be cream <laughs> of tartar one day, it might be ground mustard, it might be black pepper, cayenne pepper, it might be you know whatever. So I put together okay, gotcha. a, I put together a dry rub on the plate, and I'm tasting the seasonings throughout to make sure that I'm getting like the right the right sort of flavor profile. Then I add salt. Then I just rub it real deep, rub it right on into the skin of whatever the meat is that I'm cooking. And that, I mean, that's it. And then you cook it. I, uh, I mean, yeah, that sounds, that sounds really good. Get some BB back ribs and, uh, cook them in the oven at a low temperature, like a 325, a 350, something like that, for about a half hour, and then go finish them on the grill. 
Do you guys have an instant pot? Uh, I do, but no. I have never used it. It's I really intimidating, buy. but it makes perfect meat every single time. I believe it. I I used yeah. My I, mom uh, used I, it one time, and it was yep. good. It's a similar process. It just and it just cuts the time. You, there's a sear that you do first, sear mode, and you fucking you know just get a nice yeah. little sear on it, and then you fucking pressure Wait, cook it. The instant pot handles the searing. Yeah, you can like saute yeah, it fully. and stuff too. Yeah, and a lot of them have yeah. like crockpot like holy features. shit. Okay. Yeah, no, it it was a game changer. We she cooked a fucking full on roast. Uh. From frozen in an hour, in an hour, and it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, and then again, when it's not frozen, you know, yeah, she just fucking sears that shit up, puts a little bit of oil in the bottom, fucking cooks it up, gets a nice little fucking crisp on the outside of the meat, and then boom, pressure cooks that shit. Fifteen twenty minutes of actually cooking after she sears it, done. Like, yeah, we cook corned beef. For fucking St. Patty's Day in about 30 minutes. I've got a corned beef in my freezer. Yeah. I've been trying to find the right the right opportunity to pull it back out and <laughs> cook it. It's called Monday. Like any <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I have corned beef, the next day is the right opportunity to cook and eat that corned beef. Yeah, you don't need to convince me. I'm ready. I was ready from the day yeah. I bought it. It just it yeah. didn't it didn't line up with other plans. Oh, uh, now I want some corned beef. Well, I've got some in my but, freezer. Well, <laughs> so corned beef is great by itself, but like it's amazing with a hash, with fucking potato hash, like hash browns or whatever. But I don't do potatoes at the moment, mm. so it would just be eating big hunks of corned beef. I'm trying not to do potatoes. Not doing awesome at it, but I'm doing better than normal. Better than normal? I had do you to... normally have a lot of potatoes? Oh, I'm a big potato boy. Ah. Uh. So I had to bring tortillas back into the mix because I'm also a big tortilla boy. Yeah, <laughs> I remember uh, that. You gotta have one or the other. Well, yeah, you know, you can't you can't overreach. But yeah, basically, but I have two problems. Problem one is that I want potatoes with every meal, and problem two is that I want to make a meal and finish it and look at it on the plate and go, you know, what would make this better is put, putting it in a tortilla. Burrito. I don't know why. You just turn everything into a burrito. What do you got? You got uh, steak and potatoes dinner. Mm-hmm. All right, stick that in the burrito, and now everything. You know there good. are recipes to make tortillas out of cauliflower and Parmesan cheese. I, that sounds like hell. And chicken. <laughs> and no, taste. I mean, you know, you think about having those things in a burrito. It's not bad, right? Okay. okay. So yeah, you can grind grind up a bunch. Of chicken and a bunch of parmesan and a bunch of dry cauliflower and you can fucking I think put an egg in it and bake uh, it and it makes like a sheet that you can like wrap in oof. there's other there's other recipes too you can probably do it without the egg yeah there are plenty I know I know I've got a lot of things <clears throat> up my sleeve as egg substitutes depending on what the egg is doing because there's, there's there's a binder you just go with some gum. yeah exactly like if it's just there to add some some fat to it, then you just throw in olive oil instead. There's a lot of egg substitutes. Yeah. Every Christmas I make um too many pumpkin breads. 
and my, huh. my pumpkin bread sure. recipe that I use calls for egg, but I put in other things that are not eggs. And then I distribute it and I tell people it's vegan. And I think I'm, <laughs> most, I think I'm mostly right. Yeah, the when I do banana bread instead of eggs, um, I use flaxseed. Oh, there you go. Like you mix some flaxseeds with water, and it helps bind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You ever do a chia seed pudding? Yes. I have not. It's a it's a substitute. It's uh, not like the best pudding, but it's it's does the job when you're not eating sugar. Yeah, I don't like the chia seeds. That was a thing I tried at some point to lose weight. It was just like, throw chia seeds and everything. Then you'll be full. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll shit. Yeah. Like a lot. <laughs> don't be alarmed. <laughs> it's just the chia I make, seeds. Uh, I make flax crackers every now and again. Similar process. You just yeah. put a little bit of water in and make like a paste. Some mm. salt, some rosemary, and some fucking... You know, I mean, you salt it afterwards. Sure. Like a little rosemary, a little garlic, little whatever kind of flavors you want. Yeah. Uh, everything but the bagel seasoning yes. is pretty universal. We and then just the picked that up. Powder, yeah, it's great. We get there was things. a couple that she told me about. What could? Oh, do we get these things from Trader Joe's that are just different things? Like I've got one that's Herbe de Provence, and yeah. it's, it's a mixture of things. And it's just I I deploy that now and then. Oh yeah. When it's the time, <laughs> two and a half hours, just about. Yeah. Two and a half have you, hours. Have you have you tried the umami powder? Ooh, umami! No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mushroom onion powder, kind of. Oh, I avoid mushrooms. <clears throat> Why? My mom is <laughs> deathly allergic to mushrooms, and. So I grew up without them. Uh, so you never I, developed a taste. Exactly. And now they're just weird. Yeah, I, I I had to force myself to kind of tolerate them. Like, if I eat a mushroom, I'm not going to make a big scene. It'll be fine. But I do try and avoid it. Like, well, it's uh, powder. It's not a real mushroom. No, it's still. Still. It's, <laughs> it's got a strange you flavor. Know it's, in there. <laughs> it's got a strange flavor. Like there's I can't tell you how many times like I'm eating something with my wife and then I look over, I'm like, there's something in this I don't like. And, then, and she's like, There are mushrooms in this, so that's probably it. <laughs> so then she helps me <laughs> pick all the mushrooms out. <laughs> because I'm a little baby. So <laughs> she, my wife helps me pick out the mushrooms from everything, the pickles, the tomatoes, like all these kinds of things. I pick out of all my food and I give it to her. <laughs> oh, Zach, the caps, the caps ever... meatballs she tried with the tomato and it helped a little bit, but they're still bad. Okay. That's good to know. So don't, don't get them. I, not, caps yeah. meatballs this is a brand. The caps, the caps and taps restaurant up by where Zach works. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love that place. They have yeah, exactly. They have um, they have meatballs a la carte. I tried to have for lunch today to be a good boy, and the the meatballs are bad. What time did you go there for lunch? Like one thirty or two. Oh, okay. That's unfortunate. That's actually uh, almost the same time. Every pizza that I've had, great. Yeah, you guys should have met up and like done the same thing. Did the pizza? No, the pizza is always good. The pizza we yeah. we got two pizzas and I love them. I got I, it their was, wings are great. The wings are good. The it, the meatballs were a la carte, so I just got a row of four meatballs on a plate mm. to just see what was up. Well, I thought it was my lunch, but then <laughs> but.
but then it was bad. They just they spent too much time mixing interesting things in with the meat, not enough time uh-huh. seasoning everything. Uh, okay, okay. And it just it's just it just misses the mark. It's not something I want to spend my time eating. I ate two of them there, and I <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. What about if you put like some A one on it? Oh, I you tried, tried it with ketchup. I yeah. tried it. I tried it. Well, it comes with marinara on it, which didn't help because they're not good at. Uh, they need a garlic press. I want to give them a garlic press. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's just these huge chunks of garlic and everything. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> In everything that they make with garlic, there's these huge chunks. It's like just just spend a little extra time getting it to be a little less garlic. But um, for the people who want to pick it out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And see, the worst part is that would, uh, if I got something with a huge chunk of garlic in it, I'd probably be fine because I I love garlic. Well, no, I like garlic too. I don't like to have a um, quarter inch by quarter inch square mm. of garlic. That sounds good though. All right. I'm like all... I, sometimes when I've, I mean. I'm picking the like tomatoes off. Roast a roast a head of garlic and just eat it. I mean, Ooh. yeah, we did this for Mother's Day, but um, where was I? So, oh, so I was dipping it in the ranch. The ranch helped me not swallow, cry. <laughs> yeah, it helped me swallow because the ranch was good. Yeah, but uh, don't get don't get the meatballs. Get everything else. Everything else was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've always liked the pizza there, but I've I've only had the pizza and the uh, salad, and obviously the beers. And I have now learned which they have a peanut butter beer. Well, they don't right now, but that's ever rotating. Yeah, you had the peanut right. butter stout. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. They had one that was peanut butter jelly and one that was chocolate peanut butter. Mm. Yeah, mm. she was good. I learned which booth to sit in because my daughter likes to play with games. Ah, okay, okay. There's that one booth right near the entrance where it's, they just have a pile of games. And so is we, that the one that you sat in, or the one you did not? No, that's the one we sat in. And so it was, it was, it was a nice lunch because it was like she's like, I'm two and I need to do things. <laughs> so I, all of this shit. So I just handed her Mancala, and then she sorted all the Mancala stones by color, and then she was like, I'm done. I'm nice. like, okay, cool. Here's a box of dominoes. <laughs> and stack those please yep. by number go <laughs> do it do whatever you're gonna do ah here's the pizza now you can eat pizza did, did they have the resident baby there what does that mean one of the workers has a baby oh. that they just let go free range and ah. just like they have this little like looks like a 50s car but it's one of those like baby walkers that uh-huh. kid just sits in and just fucking running around smacking it into people going like, Hey, I'm cute. And you're like, yeah, but like, if I can go away, little uh, kid, uh-huh. like maybe, maybe an adult should be stopping you from ramming into people. But yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> see, these are the things I try and avoid with my kid because my kid wants to be that kid. My kid wants to go ram into you with her fifties car and say, hello. And, and have everybody go, Oh, what a baby. But I know that I wouldn't like that. If someone else's kid did that to me, so I spend a lot of my time going like, hey, 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 come here. I got to tell you something about the social contract. 
Yeah, let's don't do that. Like you can be you can be over here next to me in your fifties car and you can run into me all you want and go, Hello and you can wave at them. But you cannot drive your little fifties car over to them and run into them and say hello. <laughs> like there are lines here. You can only you can only do some of the things that you want to do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, and obviously, like I didn't mind, but it was more like, okay, like who's really preventing this child from hurting themselves, right? No. Or say there was like a person who was into stealing kids, mm-hmm. just sitting down eating pizza, going like, hey, there's a free baby. Yep. Come on, baby, let's get out of here. But also, James, it's okay to say that you minded. I so okay, but there's a cuteness factor. The cuteness factor right? is a it's a part of it. And she she wasn't like like repeatedly ramming like bing bing. It was just that uh, she couldn't control yes. the thing, right? Yeah. So like, and there's a slant to the floor. So like, she would try and go up the floor, and then she would lose it and just fall backwards. It was really funny to watch, yeah. and it was cute. But like, it was also more like, hey, like. This isn't my baby. Right. I should not be watching your baby. Yeah. So this is this is the line I try and ride. Right. This is like, did I tell or you guys, like accosted? Did I tell you guys the story about when I was when I was like shushing my daughter in the grocery store and someone else was like, "Hey, kid, it's okay." Oh shit! No. no. no? Oh, oh my no. god. No, it's it's fine. It's a good story because because I know that especially I found childless old women. Women in their 70s and 80s who never had a child tend to be the most annoyed by children who make any amount of noise. Okay, interesting. That sounds relatively reasonable, yeah. I this is Or not necessarily reasonable, but like I like I believe it, I should say. In in my travels I have found this and not like people reacting against my child, but people reacting against children possibly not knowing that I have a child. So <sighs> Anyway, so one day I'm in the grocery store with my daughter, and she is, she's just happy to be alive. She's happy to be alive. She's happy to be in the grocery store. She is so excited that we're going down the soup aisle. Like, there's just nothing that doesn't excite her. And so (laughs) I'm, like, trying to pick out a soup to bring the conversation, you know, right on back to soup. (laughs) I'm trying to pick out a soup, and she just gets so so worked up with herself and excited about the whole business that she just lets out this big scream. Just, ah! And it's clearly an excited scream. But I have to yeah. like, get down on one knee and go, hey, 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 buddy. Yeah, what's um, going on here? <laughs> what, what are we doing? Because you can't just scream all the time. You need to just t- calm down. I've taught her about taking deep breaths and stuff like that. Like, you need to calm down, <laughs> and we need to just continue being and maintain. people. Maintain. Yeah. We are people in a grocery store. We are not at a rave right now. Just <laughs> everything's okay. And there was a woman who was in the aisle with us, and she, and she turned to my daughter, and she goes, It's okay, sweetie. I wish I was excited to be in a grocery store as you are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? That was nice. Thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hats off to you, lady. I appreciate that that's how you feel about this. So clearly, I'm not admonishing her for you, 
but I do still need to admonish her, because if I don't, then she'll just be a kid who gets excited whenever she's excited and screams at the top of her lungs, and everyone will hate her. She'll and never be welcome yeah. anywhere. Eventually, someone will get really pissy. <laughs> yes. Yes, I've seen it too many times. Just these old women going like... Pfft. And you like, there's a balance. Like, no, no, this isn't for you. Mm-hmm. This is for the rest of my life. Exactly. Like, you fucking shut your face. Yeah. Well, she wasn't like getting mad at me or anything. She was. She was yeah. happy about the whole thing. Like making a joke and yeah. happy that there's a happy baby. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm never because because also like if I could see especially if I was the kind of dad where I was like, hey, you need to shut the fuck up. Like this is right. not this is not cool. <laughs> that's that's a totally different thing. I'm going like cool, cool. All right, excited. Check. Now uh, let's work uh, on keeping that inside. I love that you're excited about this. Let's work on not letting everyone else know how excited you are. Let that be a little secret, a little secret between you and dad, how excited you are to be shopping for soup right now. Oh, my, uh, my dogs, not to compare dogs to children, but my dogs are just bastards. Uh So, uh, Every now and again, another dog parent will be like, oh, I want to introduce them. And I'm like, no, my dogs are fuckers. Like, they will, like, there's no talking with them. There's no communicating with them. They're just going to fucking try and attack your little cute puppy. So please maybe don't. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. Did I tell you about this the other day? When I, I was just walking, and one of the neighbors has just got a brand new puppy, and he was like, yeah, I want to come and say hi. And my only thing I could say before it happened was, no, like, she's not very nice. Like, my dog is kind of mean. And he was just like, ah, and he like took his dog out. And my dog just started like literally going crazy trying to attack this little puppy oh. dog. And so and I'm now I'm like looking like an asshole and feeling like a sure. bastard. And so I pick up the dog and I'm just like, hey, no, like chill out, chill out. She pissed all over me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, like I was doing fine, not getting pissed on. But this guy just wanted to fucking socialize his dog the correct way <laughs> when they're puppy. You know, not like get some old ass shelter dog and fucking just deal with what you got. <laughs> See, I have, I've, I have the opposite issue. I've never owned a dog that gave a fucking shit about another dog. Yeah. Territory wise, my current dog, she likes to roam the perimeter, and because basically every, my backyard is weird in that I border one, two, three. Four, five, six. I have a weird backyard because I border six other people's backyards. Jesus. And at least four of those people have dogs. I think at least five. I know for sure four. Anyway, so she likes to roam the perimeter and bark at the other dogs around the perimeter of her backyard. But when it comes to being out in the world and face to face with dogs, I've never had a dog who gave, who cared. They're just like, oh, cool, another dog. Anyway, can we, like. What else? What, what are we going to do? <laughs> like, I take I take my dog to the dog park, and she she just doesn't care. <laughs> if they get too close, she's going to tell them, like, get away from me. Uh, and otherwise, I just have to sneak away from her, and then she can run. She, just, she likes to run, so I run around the dog park, and then she runs after me, and then that's how she <laughs> is at a dog park. My old dog was kind of like that, but not these two. 
these two are both fucking very territorial and like very like I mean that you know they're from shelters and yeah. they were adults in the shelter. It wasn't like I got them as a puppy so I could break them of that habit. I think that may be the difference. Yeah, every, every dog I've ever had is a shelter dog that I got before they were a year old. Oh, gotcha. You know, my cat, my cat has a lot of issues. I think for being a shelter cat that we we can't that we don't have enough time in the evening to go into all my cat's issues. S- sucking on her own nipple. She's a freaking. She's sixteen years old or something like that, and she sucks on her own nipple all the time. She has a nipple on her stomach that has no hair on it because she sucks on it all the time. It's like I mean, a, if I could reach mine, I probably would. Well, it's like a thumb. I think it's like a thumb. It's like she's a thumb sucking cat, but she's a nipple sucking cat. Cat. (laughs) (laughs) She has a lot of other issues. I have to wipe her ass. She has blackheads under her chin. She's just she's a mess. Oh, poor Regina. Yeah, Regina. Come here. Uh, Pronounced Regina. Regina. (laughs) (laughs) Have I told you guys the story of friend of the show Jesse when when his dad learned the name of my cat? No, he had just graduated from Delta and we all went out after he graduated to, uh, to dinner. And it, it was a strange situation for Jesse's dad because Jesse's dad doesn't go out in public and be real social that often. And so we're all sitting around the table. We're talking and some, somehow it comes up that I have a cat named Regina and he just turns to me and he goes, Regina, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. because that's how he talks but but also everybody burst into laughter because it sounds a lot like he's making some kind of vagina joke that no one quite gets right well he he felt so self-conscious about this he had to come up to me later in the night and go hey i just want to let you know i didn't mean nothing sexual by that regina (laughs) comment Nothing sexual. Oh my God. So apparently he just he just felt like I was the kind of guy who would have a cat named Regina. <laughs> wouldn't doubt it. You wouldn't doubt it. Uh, oh man. And my cat is named after Regina Spector, and she's also laying on her back right now, just staring at me. <laughs> like, look at my nipple, dude. Look at it. Yeah, no, she's showing me your nipple for sure. Oh man. Hello, I'm moving my fingers, calling you over. <laughs> she knows she doesn't care. It's exactly true. She's like, I'm fucking 16 years old. I don't give a fuck what you want me to do. Yeah, how old is she? <laughs> how old is she? Because she's got a she's got a birthday coming up. So let's see. I could search in my calendar for Regina. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> She is going to be 15 this year. Oh, okay, 15. Yeah. Uh, you know. She's been on her last legs for like five years now. Almost 16. Because <laughs> she's obese and... She's a big fucking cat, she's yeah. She's a big-ass cat. <laughs> uh, she's actually thin right now for where she's been in her life, throughout her life. There's There was one point where she weighed 18 pounds. Oh shit! <laughs> Which is really a lot because she has a small frame. 
But there was one point where she weighed 18 pounds. I bet you, just glancing up and down her body right now, she probably weighs 13 or 14 pounds. That's a pretty big fucking cat. She's a big cat. She's a big cat. Neither you, of my she's cats. She's like a big cat in like in general. Oh I yeah, mean. she's got a big personality. Neither of my cats, James, are very social. So whenever people are over, you probably well, just don't one. see them. Except hover, like, well, that's that's alone. James mostly has oh. been to my house uh, with with a bunch of people. With a bunch of people. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because the one cat that, whose name I always forgive, Penny. The, normally she's pretty friendly. Yes. And I have, I have gotten Regina to come over, and I've scratched her ears a few times. Yeah. But I'm always very careful about it. It's important. Yeah, and I let her initiate all the contact. My daughter refers to the two cats as Kitty Black and Mean Kitty. (laughs) (laughs) And we're always cautioning her about Mean Kitty. Like, don't go over to Mean Kitty. You don't want to go over there. And sometimes she does. And then she comes running over to us and she's crying. We're like, what happened? She says, Mean Kitty got me. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's why she's mean kitty. <laughs> That's why she's mean kitty. That's why we tell you don't go run over to her and try and hug her or something. Yeah. Because she's going to smack you with her claws. Yeah. No, yeah, I've I've heard enough stories about about Regina, but I I have a healthy respect of her <laughs> of her respect. personal space. <laughs> healthy respect. You hear that, Regina? <laughs> if if she if she walks nearby, I'm like, okay. Right. I, I'm here. Yeah, here's here's my hand if you want to sniff it. <laughs> Hello, I'm just I'm just sitting around. I'm not doing anything to you, Regina. You don't have to attack me. When I when <laughs> I first got her, uh, apparently fifteen fifteen ish years ago, about fourteen years ago. Yeah, I was fifteen or sixteen when we got her. Um, there was one point where she did something. And I, this was before I really knew the depth of her personality. She was new. I'd had this cat for a week. And I, so I picked her up like a baby. You know how you like have your hands under the armpits. So I pick her up and she's in front of me and I'm yelling at her about something. And she reaches out with her claws and she grabs my chin with her claws and pulls me into her face and then bites me on the nose and then did the cat thing where she like wiggled out of my arms and like ran away. And that just has informed my whole relationship with her ever since. Yeah, like I'll, I'll grab you and bite you, bitch, and then run. Yeah, like I'm smart enough that I can I it's I'm not just gonna like swat at you vaguely. I'm gonna hurt you. Right. And walk away scot free. Yeah. With the shit all over my ass because I'm too fat to clean off my own fucking butt. <laughs> Ever tell you guys about the uh, the old cat that we used to have that used to how it used to communicate when it was thirsty? How, how did it do that? Oh, wouldn't it hit so, the dog or something? Yeah, it just out of nowhere, just slap the fucking shit out of the dog once. Oh, poor dog! Lift one hand and just rear back and just slap it, and then stare at me as it walks <laughs> back to the water, like this was your fault. <laughs> oh my god! You did this. Wow. You caused yeah, that. Yeah, you hurt. fucking did this. Swish its tail, literally, like, wouldn't even break eye contact with me as it walks back to the water. Boom! And just looking at me like, what, bitch? Like, okay, I'm about to go get you some water. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry, sir. The dog's just looking at me like, how could you let this happen? And I'm like, sorry. I try so hard. 
I always have a big cup next to the bowl, just ready to fill it up. Exactly. (laughs) No one told me that it was empty. (laughs) There's no way. I didn't know. So so it's a little life hack if you have one of the bigger dog bowls. What we have in our house is one of the very tall ports souvenir cups that you like Uh, buy it and then you get the free refills and stuff. Yeah. This is the animal water cup because basically the entire contents of that cup will fill the large pet bowl. Yep. So if you ever notice that it's empty, you you just keep that cup full so it's it's just that quick, just boom. Fill up the fill up the water. All done. That's smart. I myself drink out of a big ass cup like that, so I normally am not able to keep it just full because I'm like, oh, that's my water. Ah. <laughs> that's my fucking thirty two ounce water real quick. Let me just drink that. So we have an auto an auto dispensing fridge. Uh, oh yeah. You press a button twice and then you get eight ounces of water. Oh shit. So we just all day long we just keep our glasses there in the fridge and whenever they're low you just go boop boop and then it puts eight ounces of water in the glass and then when you wander by again you go, Ooh, I will drink some water And when you notice that it's uh, low enough that it uh, could use eight uh. more ounces, you go boop boop and this is how this is how we stay hydrated. That's <laughs> I I use an app. Because I I wouldn't remember to do it if I yeah <laughs> what app to use I was about to get one or set myself mm. up fucking my fitness pal every does, hour yeah. yeah my fitness pal does, does but yeah. I don't think they unless you pay I don't think they tell you how much maybe they do I don't know I use let me do it right now because I haven't paid so I open my I use Hydro account, Coach and okay. I go plus water I had. It says you can just there's quick quick hits you can go plus one cup two cup or three cups plus one cup of water check yeah it's free no no, no I don't. but does it tell I, you like your daily like how much you should drink per day and like um the, oh, the reason I, don't I ended up using that. I just care about go ahead. Care? go ahead what huh you me. Him, you, him, yeah. me, you, me, him. <laughs> um, you, yeah, I, like I have a rough idea of how much water I should be drinking. I just need something to remind me to drink it. Yeah, that that's what I use the hydro coach for. I'm not I'm not sure if my fitness pod does or not. When I first started using it, it didn't. So then I got a separate water app, and so I've just never really tried my fitness pal's water. water it just thing. it just tracks it. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm the same as James. I need something that shames me. Oh, well, then you can, <laughs> James, with your iPhone, you can set a reminder to go off every hour or so and say, drink a right. cup of water, you doofus. Yeah, that's about what I was going to do. I used to do that for, it was a push-ups thing. I've been, I've been big on push-ups my whole life. Just just do some push-ups, you dope. But um, So I used to have reminders that would go off. It would be, it was once an hour. Go do five push-ups. Because if that, if you were able to do that, basically from like 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., then you did 60 push-ups every day, which is a lot more than you were doing before you, yeah, (laughs) set those reminders. But then I started. Then I got a new job that made me too busy to do it as often as I wanted and so then I just had to sit in the shame of all of my reminders that 
to do five push-ups <laughs> that I had not <laughs> done. So you got to ride that line between shaming yourself into doing something and being ashamed that you didn't do it. And that's a personal choice for everybody. Mm-hmm.